Good morning, good day, good evening. I am, as always, your host, Brody Robertson, and today we have another VTuber guest. Sadly, he's not a Kawaii anime girl this time, but keep watching, because he is still a fun guest. Welcome to the show, Ren. How are you doing? I feel insulted. I just got on here. I feel insulted already. Hey, you, you have the long hair, so you just gotta go get rid of the beard. Maybe you can be a bit cuter then. <laughs> just, just rebrand. Exactly. You wouldn't be the first one to do it. I mean, you're not wrong, I say, as I've rebranded my Twitch already when I became a VTuber. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Right, because you've been streaming for, would you say, four years or something like that? Four years. I have literally nothing to show for it. Just take my word. Don't don't look into it. Well, I've got your, your YouTube channel up on the screen right now. Um, so explain to people what you actually do, because uh, you do like... You're in a really weird niche. A, a like, <laughs> extremely weird niche. Uh, I am a Linux VTuber. I do... I'm doing, on Twitch at least, the same things all the other VTubers are doing. I just happen to use Linux. Mm -hmm. But on YouTube, I'm making a lot of showcases of free software you can use for content creation. How to use VTuber software on Linux. How to just do a couple Linux things. I'm not super into general Linux stuff, at least not yet. Mm -hmm. um, there's actually a video that's going up. It'll probably be up by the time this video is posted. I'm posting it the week we're recording this of how to install Linux. Okay, yep. Just end the how to install it. I'm, I presume you're going with something like Pop OS for that one? I'm using that as the example, but the general. Right. I'm going to do a general installation guide of just how to go into BIOS, how to select your boot drive. Right, right, right. So um, I want to talk about why there was a bit of a delay this morning. So I... Anyone using Linux probably has come across, especially anyone using Arch Linux. So, disk. So you know how Discord, like you know, is a basically containerized web app, and it downloads its own updates and like does all that stuff for you. Right. right. Sometimes it doesn't though, because there's still like different versions in the repos. <laughs> so you will have a version; it'll update itself for a while. Then at some point, it's like, hey. Go and download the latest deb from the website. Like, what are you, what, what are you talking about? So when you do, like, when it comes up, you have to go and reinstall Discord, <laughs> and then it will just get like reinstall literally the same version, and the error will go away. But in my case, I actually forgot to do a system update for about a week or so. So there actually oh, was no. a new version. There was a new version in my repos. Um, but also because my kernel had upgraded, my, uh, my package list hadn't upgraded, so trying to just update the Discord package wouldn't work, so to do a full system update, I'm now on kernel 5.14.6, and everything should be working. I had to do a reboot because, um, with the virtual camera, uh, that's a kernel module, and if I don't reboot, yes. the kernel module will be out of date. So now we're 10 yes, minutes late, have... but it's fine. I have that same kernel module because that's how OBS does virtual cams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's been a couple of times when I've done like uh, just a, an update. I didn't realize it was like a kernel update as well. And I just couldn't do a stream or I couldn't do a video or something like that. And like, why is this happening? Yeah, luckily I don't have that um, that update issue because I'm using mm. an Ubuntu based. I just download yep. the latest one for the website and install it. And I'm done. Yeah, yeah. But um, Arch, Arch is fun. Arch, Arch seems like a lot of fun to mess around with. I don't think I'd have a good time daily driving it. I think if you if you keep in mind the problems that Arch does have, you should be fine. It's when you go into it expecting it to be 
like as I guess what's the word as as easy to just not worry about as something like Pop OS or Ubuntu. Like you actually have to worry at least a little bit about Arch, but if you at least keep in mind those problems, you remember to do updates. Not actually, I think we might have waited like two weeks. You remember to actually do updates. Uh, little things like that. Generally, stuff will be fine. Uh, if you you know know how to read an error message and actually like search for what the problem is. Mm. From what I found, it's typically fine, but I also am a crazy person who jumped into it as my first distro, like straight from Windows. Oh God! So don't take my word for it. This is just I I sort of have fun messing around with stuff like anyway, like that. Like I, if you hand me like a torch or something, the first thing we're gonna do is probably take it apart. <laughs> not turn so, it on. No, I don't need no, the light. I want to take it apart. Exactly. Yeah, I would not have a fun time with that because I'm still learning how to read error messages. Right. So, like, when I I just did an upgrade where I reinstalled my OS to an SSD and split the home mm -mm. directory off. For some reason, ah, good. when I yeah. was installing it, and this was the install that I, where I was using a camera to record my computer screen so that it could show for my video. Right. It would not install. Could not figure out why. I went through the whole installer. There was nothing wrong with it. I get mm. to the very end, can't install. <laughs> Wrote log file. And I go to it and I open the log file. I'm just looking through it and I was like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have no idea what any of this means. Your first problem with the log file is finding where in the log file you need to be looking. I started at the newest part that was written and went up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like, I have no clue what any of this means. Luckily, uh, I am in uh, the Discord for the Linux experiment. Ah. And some of those people were just like, yeah, did you try doing it? And uh, you're in BIOS mode from the thing. I was like, what? Yeah. Uh. Do it in UEFI mode. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it turns out the Pop! OS installer defaults to BIOS mode. Oh, oh okay. What? Wait, like that? Wait, Pop! OS? That, no, that's... What? Why? Yeah, weird. Yeah, so I like, did it, and I booted it in UEFI mode. Okay, yep. And so it loads, and I am downloaded the ISO and made the installer for 21.04. Mm -mm. I loaded it in UEFI mode, and it loads the installer for 20.04 LTS. It's something. I was like, I didn't even download this version. <laughs> but it worked. It installed. It did everything I needed to. Mm. So I just installed it mm -hmm. and then updated to 2104. Oh, man. Look, it works. If, it was if, a weird look, process, if, but it works. If those are problems for you, just avoid Arch because those are going to be like, that's going to be your entire day. I am. I am. My moderator uh, has officially announced that I am the king of the technical issue of well, by all means, it should be working, mm -hmm. but it's not. Well, judging by the fact that, like, your current VTuber setup is the epitome of that, like, yeah. it kind of makes sense. <laughs> yep. Oh, I am using software that should not be running on Linux. So, um, Mine is my friend. <laughs> because there's not many people who probably even consider VTubing on Linux, how about you explain, like, your janky setup and the the problems that it should have, but it doesn't. 
Uh, it's not so jank anymore. The update oh. the, actually went live that removed the exploit thing it was using and mm -hmm. properly fixed the local tracking. Right, right. So I'm actually using a proper feature to get it working right. Mm -hmm. But initially when I was doing it with Live2D, the software I'm using is VTube Studio. When you load it up on Linux, it can see your webcam, but it can't get any frames from it, which mm -hmm. is weird in and of itself. However, it does show an option called V2 Studio Cam. Mm -hmm. It's not supposed to. That is supposed to be the name of the virtual camera it creates when you install the virtual camera in Windows. Right. That's not supposed to be an option for your camera for the tracker. And I'm running OpenCFace on a terminal uh, separate from the program. Well, I chose that. And it read from OpenCFace. I don't know why. The developer did not know why. I to this day, <laughs> neither of us know why that worked. It just did. And Look, I'm just kind of sitting here. It just I joined works, the beta works, program for this. I joined the beta program for the sole reason of okay, where's the update? Where this breaks? Mm. And it finally came like a week or two ago. It's like, oh, found it. This is the one that breaks it. <laughs> the developer spent two hours with me getting the um local host tracking to work properly mm -hmm. so like shout out to denshi soft on twitter denshi is amazing i don't know why they thought they would spend two hours with me working on it but they did and i appreciate it so much no, that that's awesome that is absolutely awesome um so the way it's working now is that you can run any face tracker locally right you set a little file ip.txt which is on github <laughs> that you add to the files in the steam directory yeah. And it starts searching your local network for a face tracker going through a certain port. Mm -hmm. And that said it was supposed to work. Initially, mm. when um when Denji implemented it, he uh or she, I actually don't know if it's a he or she, so I'm just gonna say they. Um they made it to where it was searching for their modified version of open sea face that's built into VTube Studio, not right. vanilla open sea face. So it was auto-rejecting vanilla open sea face. And they're just like, oh, they changed, I think, maybe one line of code. It's like, okay, now it works. <laughs> it was one of those little oversights where it's like, oh, okay, I know how to fix this. There we go. Pushed an update. It's good now. <laughs> Beautiful. What, a, what an absolute mess. I mean, I'm the psychopath who's using it on an operating system it wasn't made for. Look, but I... That's just insane. The devs willing to help you for that long, like that—that's crazy. When Honestly, I mean, there's such a the tiny day, set of people using it. Sorry, what was that? At the end of the day, it also helped the Windows version because yeah, it yeah. made it to where that feature was working the way it was intended. Right, right. It just the problem happened to pop up on a Linux system. I could speak words. I know the feeling. Man, what a, what an absolute jank setup. Like, I think this... Look, one of the many reasons why I haven't tried VTube, apart from the fact that models are expensive. Um, yeah, but... That is very true. I, I don't have legs because they're too expensive. <laughs> Who needs legs? Like, I... Look, how... Besides for, like, Ring Fit streams, how many VTubers show their legs? Right, you I have mean... The, the model debut and Ring Fit. That is all. And I'm not going to stream Ring Fit because 
I need room in order to do that, so I have to put yeah, I have a second Switch dock in another room that I actually play it on. Yeah, room is uh, a bit expensive for me. Like, that's as far back as I can move. Yeah. Yeah, no, my... Don't have a lot of room either. <laughs> I, I'm going to be moving in a couple of months, and the room is way bigger there. So I actually better have space like segment off half the room as like a studio and i can use that and i like, have an actual backdrop that's not just my bed it'll be it'll be lovely and i can use my green screen a bunch of other cool stuff like that oh that's cool because this room i think is i think it's two and a half by two and a half meters i don't know what is that in feet two, only two and a half meters for the yeah, whole it's, room it's a shoebox. i Let's see, um, hold on, what am I in? Two feet. 2.5 meters is 8.2 feet. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, 8.2 feet. Yeah, okay. I figured it was somewhere around like 10 feet. Yeah. But the, uh, the new room I'm going to is um, three by four. So. Three by four meters? Oh, dang. That's significantly more room. Yeah, yeah. So I can literally just segment off half the room and just have one section just for the studio. And that will be lovely. That will be absolutely amazing. Uh, the only thing I like, will miss... Like VR is... if I wanted to. That would be cool. Oh, yeah. That would be super fun. Yeah, I want to get into VR, but it's so expensive. Mm. And as you understand, Linux, not a lot of hardware support at the moment. The things that are supported <laughs> are the more expensive ones. Yeah, you can get stuff working to an extent. I think it's gotten better. There was a while where even like on the expensive headsets, a lot of stutter issues and... Stutter issues basically just make it unusable. Yeah, I think, like, the best compatibility right now is the Valve Index, and I think mm. the Vive is pretty good now. Right, right. I would be surprised if Valve didn't try to make it work properly on Linux. That would be a... If any company was going to do it, Valve would be the one I would expect. Yeah. And, I mean, Valve, I'm pretty sure they bought HTC's VR segment to make mm -hmm. the Index, so the Vive make working well makes sense as well. Mm-hmm. I, don't, don't quote me on that, though. I'm yeah, not 100% certain. I, I, I'm just going to take your word for it. <laughs> it's either they bought it or they partnered with them. I can't remember which. Mm -hmm. mm. If I was going to buy a headset, I probably would buy an Index, though. That's... like. Yeah, I mean, you might as well. It's the best one on the market anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want anything to do with Oculus at this point after they've been co-opted by Facebook. With if if that jailbreak to remove all the Facebook stuff from the Oculus ever goes live, then I would buy an Oculus. Wait, I didn't hear about this. Oh yeah, there's this team. They found a jailbreak to um remove all the Facebook stuff for it, but they aren't making it public because they're waiting to see if they can find a way to make it to where Facebook can never block it before they release it. Right. That sounds which Ooh. I appreciate because if they did release it, Facebook would patch it and then would be back to square one. Yep. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Just never connected to the internet. Can't patch it then. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, now, what you do is... You, actually, here's an easier fix. Just block the... Um, in your host file, just block the Facebook API. <laughs> here's the question. Would it require it in order to boot? I would hope not to... If it's jailbroken... Oh, if it's jailbroken, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, obviously then, yeah. I mean, I as a default, if it, like, won't uh, boot up the OS without connecting to Facebook's API, then mm. it doesn't matter what you do, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, that... 
I haven't heard anything like that. I presume I would have heard if it doesn't work at all off. Maybe, here's what it could. If you have an internet connection, it will connect to Facebook. But if you don't, it would still work. Because if they just made it a brick without an internet connection, that would be... I, I would have heard about that already. Absolutely. I mean... Google did it with their smart speakers. If you don't have an internet connection, oh. they just constantly tell you to connect to the internet. It's hilarious. <laughs> what the fuck would you like? Stop! Stop buying smart speakers. They're dumb. <laughs> like there's there's no benefit you get from a smart speaker. I got I got a free one actually from okay. Uh, Spotify. Okay, it's free. That's different. Um, and I tried it out and I liked it for a little bit, and then I found out that it's kind of useless without the internet. I'm just like, oh. And I just kind of stopped using it. Mm -hmm. It's it's sitting on my desk, but it's not even plugged in. I have an LG soundbar that I got 50% off like five years ago. It plays audio. That's what it needs to do. I don't need this smart speaker nonsense. Honestly, again, I got it for free with Spotify, so... <laughs> Why was Spotify giving away smart speakers? I don't know. It was only Google Home Minis. <laughs> okay, sure. Maybe Google just uh, wanted some way to get them into people's houses. I guess so. I guess they were trying to just be like, wow, Alexa's taking over smart speakers. Hey, we have one. Use our product. Mm. We're Google. I, I've i owned like a couple of like little smart devices here and there. Like, I've had some smart bulbs and other things like that. And Look, I... I, I, maybe, maybe I'm just getting old and I hate new technology, but I, I, I can't stand them. I genuinely can't. Just give me a light bulb that turns on. Don't have, I, I, I've had smart bulbs that just won't connect to the app and they just don't work. They just sit there yeah, flashing I'm, trying to connect to the app. Yeah. Um, I'm very picky on smart devices. Like I never want to own a smart TV ever. Oh, Stop making smart TVs. Yeah. I don't want an OS and have to wait for that to boot on my TV. Just well, turn it on. Is, if I want to, like, if I want an OS on my TV, like, there are devices I can buy. Like, I could buy yeah, a Chromecast. I, I have an Amazon or, Fire Stick. I'll just plug or that I have thing a in. Computer. I could just plug that in as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I can understand maybe you don't have a computer to plug in, but no, like, but the like, Fire Sticks are what thirty yeah, dollars. Yeah. Mm, absolutely. And I have one. I need to actually look into rooting it because apparently you can do a lot of really cool stuff if you root Ooh. it because it's built off Android. Oh, okay. Uh, Amazon Fire Stick. I did not know that. Yeah, it's modified Android. Ah, oh, so there you can read it. That's cool. I don't know what you do with it, but apparently, I mean, you can. I've sideloaded stuff like uh, mm. Cody and stuff onto it. Ah. Even though I've Cody's very confusing, and I still haven't figured out how the hell to use it. <laughs> but it's on there. I can't figure out how to use it though. This guy booted up Arch Linux on it. Okay, that's a new one. <laughs> Use the Fire Stick to. <laughs> actually, no, here's a plan. I wonder how badly. Uh, or actually, no, better yet. I wonder how much you could emulate on a Fire Stick. Like, how powerful is that? Could you, could you theoretically play Atari games on it if you installed RetroArch? You could probably get away with Atari, but I don't think you get much further. Hmm. I don't know what the specs for it are, so I, I'm, not I'm genuinely good. not sure. Not yet. Well, I, that's what I expected. Um, it can't output more than 1080p video. Mm -hmm. And they probably designed it around that being the only thing it did. Wait, it can't do... I, is there not a 4K variant? Like, 4K TVs are getting... There might be a 4K variant, but the one I have is just the standard stick. Right, right. 
Okay, right, that makes sense. Uh, according to this, it has it has a gig of RAM. That's impressive. Wow. That's more than I expected. Ah. <laughs> that was my alarm for work from before I changed shifts. Well, that actually segues well into the topic. I actually have been meaning to get back and finish Persona 5. <laughs> it's a great game. I played I got it up twice. to the uh, uh, I got up to the what were they called the 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 what, what were the dungeons called in that game castles palaces, palaces? What, yeah yeah Palace. I was up to the last one and I just uh, I I never got around to finishing it the last I, one I got busy or with stuff. what seems like the last one uh, I guess what seems like like the last one who was the king of it God or the ruler it, of it um. By the way, spoilers for Persona 5. Yeah, well, okay. Spoilers for Persona 5. Um, gosh, I don't remember. It, it, as I said, it's been a long... I, I think like a year since I last played it. I mean, you don't need to tell me a name. Just tell me what they look like and I'll probably remember them. That's the problem I'm having. I'm looking at the wiki. <laughs> I'm just looking at the wiki. I don't care. Um, Is, were you playing 5 or were you playing 5 Royal? Royal wasn't out at the time. Ah, Okay. Okay, then, yeah, the actual last palace is, well, no, because there's te there's a thing actually after the last palace. It might not have been the last one. Anyway, I was very close near the end of the game. Um, Wait, uh, is it Shido? Shido, okay, that's, yeah, that is close to the game. Uh, that's not the last. There is one more after that. Okay, it looked like the, the end of the game. It, we're getting to the climax of the end of the story. Yeah, no, it was, it is the climax of um it's the pseudo climax. Right, right, right. Um after that there's like, all right, we've done this, and then it's like, but wait, there's more. Right, right. I and, uh, the part after that, I'm not gonna tell you what it is, but it's really good. Yeah, I was borrowing a copy off my mate and he ended up wanting the copy back because he was like selling his PS4 and wanted like a bundle of games. So I'll go ah. and like Buy a cheap secondhand copy somewhere. I'm sure I can find it fairly cheap at this point. Honestly, um, just get Royal. I might look. I, I kind of want to get Royal because in Royal it has all the same content plus more. So if right, you're gonna go right. buy it anyway, might as well buy the one with the extra content. Yeah, that's fair. But I, the when I first played Persona Five, I for like the first I think thirty minutes I didn't play it. I just stood in like the first area. I was like, wow, this music's really good. I just didn't even move. <laughs> Damn, this music's bopping. Like, a lot of game soundtracks are fairly boring, and you don't really remember them after you finish the game. But there's some games out there where the soundtrack is like so good that there is oh, absolutely a, a lot of songs you remember. Like the um, when you're just walking around um, outside. Uh, the, the main cafe area, like the music that plays there or uh, the, the battle music in Persona 5. There's so oh many God, songs I can distinctly so remember. It's so good. Like I've almost finished uh, Persona 4 Golden and ah, well, I don't like the game as much as 5. I definitely mm -hmm. like 5 more. The music is that same, just amazing level. Yep, yep. Yeah, I've, I've got Golden on Steam. I haven't played it yet. 
Um, you were saying uh, apparently, that it might if you play it, Proton? if you play it with Proton Experimental, apparently it fixed a lot of the issues I was having when I oh. initially tried to play it. That's good. So I'll have I'm to have a look like, at that. Oh, cool! Now that I'm almost done playing the game on my Vita, mm-hmm. thanks. I uh, I've been looking at doing. I've been playing some games under uh, PCSX recently or PCSX two. Um, and I've got Persona 3 downloaded or Persona 3 Fest. Uh, the... Same, same. Yeah, yeah. I have that set up as well. I uh, haven't played it yet. Audio is a pain in that emulator, on mm. Linux especially. I didn't have... have um... to... Oh, sorry? Because you have to, I mean, you have to finagle it for every game. I didn't have really any issues, at least with the... <laughs> right now I'm playing through Shin Megami Tensei 3. Uh, I didn't have any issues with it there. Yeah, in Persona 3, the um, issue, the audio sounds fine. Right. It's just slightly delayed. And ah. that bothers me. Okay. Because I'll go through the menu and the clicks will be a little behind when I'm actually going through it and seeing it change. Right. Maybe the maybe stuff is slightly delayed and I'm just not noticing it. <laughs> it's possible. I, it, I think it's just Persona 3 because different games do different things because that mm-hmm. emulator is still... You really have to configure it for the games. Yeah, yeah. Which is a little annoying, but that's just... I think that's just elimination with PS2 emulation. Mm-mm. It, it's worked... Like, I remember when PS2 emulation barely worked, but it, Fair. <laughs> it, it's, it's really good nowadays. Like, even on, like, fairly mid-range systems, it's really good. Yeah, I think the worst experience I've had was I loaded up Jack 3 on the PS2 mm-hmm. emulator, and uh, all the textures and shadows were wonky, but the game itself played. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so all that I, matters at the end of the day. I could get it to where the textures were mostly okay. Uh, eyes were like this weird rainbowy thing, and shadows just stretched to the edge of the screen, no matter mm-hmm. what they were or where they were. They always stretched off to the side of the screen. <laughs> it's Which playable. was not unplayable. It just didn't look very pretty. Yeah. Well, and Jack 3 is a... <laughs> It's a fairly good-looking PS2 game. I, I think it one really of the things, is. I think one of the things a lot of PS2 games did well that a lot of games now are really struggling with. It's the same thing with like early PS1 stuff. They're trying to go like really high realism, um, but there was an era there where you had a lot of stylized games, and the stylized games are the ones that still look really, really good nowadays. Right. Yeah. That's, like, I take, wish more games would go for that stylized look instead of hmm. hyper-realism. Like, like, take I see Okami for something. These... Like, something like Okami on the PS2 is is a beautiful game even now. Oh, yeah. But, like, I'm seeing all these new releases, and I'm looking at them, it's like, it looks like they were all made in the exact same engine with the same textures. I feel I like mean, that one game could walk into three others and would not look out of place. Have you seen the trailer for, what is it called, Wukong Black Myth? I don't think so. Um, oh, sorry. Black Myth Wukong. Whatever. Um, it looks really, really, really good. But it's gotten to the point where we've like we've hit this insane level of realism that I don't know. I, like, There's not really many places you can go from there without the budgets getting just insanely expensive. Oh They're already God. bad enough. Yeah. I think the biggest offender is um, to this predicament in the opposite direction is uh, Game Freak and the Pokemon Company. Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about the the 
Diamond and Pearl remake? Is that what you're, where you're getting at with this? Well, that's not where I was going. I was actually going to just complain more about Sword and Shield's Oh, okay, graphics. yeah. Um, highest grossing IP in the world. Barely any budget to make an upscale 3DS game. Here, uh, uh, Why? Uh, there was... <laughs> Which, that's the reason why the game doesn't look great. It's because it initially started on a 3DS, and then mm. they just switched it all over to the Switch. But they didn't change the budget. There is a they had the um, same budget. There is a I can't find it now, but there was a post I found a while ago where someone remade a lot of the really bad animations, like how you have um I think it's the wing goal animation where it's just all, all the birds where they're like just this. Oh yeah, even... yeah, I saw that video too actually. And someone act like in I think they remade them like a week or something and actually made like you know good animation, you know, birds yeah, flapping no, their like, wings, basic stuff. Like he. I remember in the videos is like these animations aren't great, but I made them in a week, mm -hmm. and they're better. <sighs> the other problem I it has, Pokemon, but oh, man, the uh, like it was okay. This was fine when we were using sprites or like basic three D models on like the three DS. Like this was fine, but now that we have, now that we have a. Home console, there's no excuse for getting Pokemon scaling wrong. Pokemon Coliseum got this correct. Honestly, I think they should have stuck either with 2D art styles or kept with that sort of chibi style they did in X mm. and Y. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think that, going that would to the, work. Yeah, I think going to the full-size 3D models is just too much. Well, this now game's you have... always meant to be a portable game series. It was mm. developed for the Game Boy. It's always been on handhelds. And, I mean, Coliseum and XD did all right on um, home consoles. But there wasn't the same sense of exploration of exploring mm. the wilderness. It was all just going from city to city. Yeah, yeah. Then let's not even talk about, like, Battle Revolution, which was basically just existed for competitive Pokemon. I liked Battle Revolution. I thought it was I fun. I like Battle Revolution. It was fun. I didn't think it was, like, the most mind-blowing, greatest thing ever. It's like, it's fun. I want to play. We're going to play Pokemon at my house. Let's throw it on the TV and make them 3D while we're at it. Why not? Oh, wait. I found the um the video about the guy who remade the animations. Uh, let's see. I don't want to see your ad. Go away. Uh... What if I wanted to see the ad? Oh, yeah, hit this the skarmory that doesn't even move its wings. Like, yeah. <laughs> like uh, this isn't even animated at this point. Like what what are you even doing? I don't I I totally get that I totally get that um, you know, animating this many Pokémon is hard. But what they need to do <laughs> is either commit to putting a massive budget into this game or cut back and actually have good animations for what they do have. Like, right. if you're going to have, like, a single generation of Pokemon, like, just do 100 Pokemon or 150, whatever you want to do. Animate them well. And they have been cutting back with a lot of stuff, but they still haven't been fixing the animation problem. Or, right. like, bat like it, not even just, like, move, like, oh, waiting animation. Like, attack animations also... Like, they can't even line up attacks sometimes. Yeah, and, like, like how the whole, like... The whole removing the national decks, um, everyone was so upset about that. I wasn't upset over the fact that they removed the national decks. 
Mm-hmm. I was upset over the fact that they said they removed it so they'd have more time to work on the animations and stuff. Mm. And then they didn't. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that they lied about why. <laughs> if they had just said, we're not going to have all the Pokemon. We just mm. don't have the time to do it. Okay, fine. Fair enough. There's a lot of Pokemon. That makes sense. Sure. But the fact that you told us we're going to improve the animations and make all new models and such when you meant you were going to make the models for the new Pokemon and then reuse the rest of them and not do anything to the animations. Isn't it so strange that the spin-off, like, the spin-off games have way better animations now? Like, Pokemon Snap? That looked... Oh, Pokemon Snap. Yeah, Pokemon Snap, the new one. The uh, It, it looks yeah, great. new Pokemon Snap. It looked great. The animations are great. Still, I don't understand Nintendo's obsession with using the prefix for new because... Oh, right, That's right, not confusing. yeah. Oh, yeah. They had an existing prefix they could have used that they used mm-hmm. some, since the 90. Just put super in front of it. No, new. New is what we do. Imagine if instead of saying the new 3DS, you said the super 3DS. That does sound pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it sounds a lot better. <laughs> Look, if they start doing that, they're going to call the OLED Switch a Super Switch, though. It's not very super, though. I mean, that one makes sense. It's Switch OLED. That's mm. fine. It's exactly Oh, they actually did call it Switch, Switch OLED, did OLED. they? Huh? They did actually call it Switch OLED, did they? Yeah, they did. Okay. Okay, that, that's acceptable. Yeah, no, that's better. It's just Switch OLED. It's Switch with an OLED screen. Mm. I'm not going to get it because I don't <laughs> want an OLED screen on my game console. No, I'd, I'd, look, I don't get the obsession with OLED. Like, it's fine. It it's fine for things where you're not going to have any static images, but it has... It's not to the same extent, but it has the same problem that Plasma does, where you get pretty bad burn-in with any... Like, if you use it for, like, a computer... Uh, if you use it for a computer screen, my uh, my toolbar would just burn in. Because it doesn't move right, ever. same. I would have that same issue. I think OLED is great for a TV, where it's, like, the big TV in your living yeah. room that you use to watch movies and stuff on. Fantastic. Absolutely. Don't use it for anything else. Yeah, like OLED phones. You're good. I don't. I have. I've got this. I'm on my second phone with an OLED screen. The old one, mm-hmm. it's like basically pink now. Which was my old Galaxy Note eight before I mm-hmm. started trying out my D Google OS, Calyx OS on right, a Pixel. Right. I'm so scared of the same thing happening to this phone. Yeah, this is why I buy like cheap mid range phones. This is like three hundred dollars. That's three hundred Australian, I, which is like two hundred US. Pixel three. I got this Pixel 3a for 90 bucks. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I only buy used. Well, if you get yeah, if you get a de-Google it anyway, there's no point in buying a new one. That one's right. going to know how to de-Google it anyway. I I like the de-Googled OS, mm-hmm. but I miss my Samsung. I miss having the stylus from the Note phones and stuff and the convenience that came with that. Mm-hmm. To a lesser extent, I miss the wireless payment, but I'm I can live without that. It's mainly the stylus and stuff. I've never got really got behind wireless payment. Like, I I use my um my card to do wireless payment, but I've never really got behind like use my phone for it. It's for people like me who forget their wallet. That's fair. But <laughs> it has saved my ass so many times. Now with this phone, my wallet is a little magnetic thing that snaps to the back of my phone and folds over. Mm-hmm. So if I have my phone, I have my wallet. Less right. of an issue. Right, actually, I'll, I'll show you why I can't forget my, my wallet. One second. I'm going to bring the mic with me. Oh, no. Oh, That's no. Why mic arms are great. What are what am I about to witness? Here we go. I carry a bag with me. This is how. 
Oh. Well, yeah, that'll that'll keep it from happening. I like I, I like having like you know a bunch of stuff in my pockets. Yeah, <laughs> kind of hard to forget your wallet if you've got a bag attached to your hip. <laughs> exactly. I actually know someone who left a laptop bag on a train, like with a laptop in it. Oh, <laughs> two thousand no. dollar laptop just on the train. Oh, that would terrify me. I've got a bag for my laptop and stuff, which my laptop is crap. It uh, it has a pop out disk drive. Oh, that's how old it is. Well, that's impressive. Weirdly enough, though, it has one of the uh, OG Intel RealSense cameras. When Intel's mm -hmm. trying to push those on laptops, it's got one of those early cameras. RealSense, real that one. That's that their one? 3D camera. <laughs> Wait. I must have missed that one. Yeah, no. When they first came out with them, for some reason, they pushed them on laptops. I don't know why. Tell reels in... Huh. Why? What, what I don't purpose? know. I'm glad they exist because you could actually write a program for a 3D VTuber using the Intel RealSense Ooh. camera as an alternative to using the iPhone face ID tracking. Hmm. You'd have I don't to know just how well it would work with it like one of the that. old cameras. The old ones are okay. Um, I can actually load it up in OBS, and I see like a bunch of green lines showing the 3D image in a 2D space. Hmm. Uh, I cannot get the normal camera working though, which is weird, but it's fine because it's just a laptop. I'm not going to use it for any video calls or anything anyway. I was just looking at some just to see if someone had done it using the Connect camera for VTubing. Seems like some people have. You can do it, but the SDK is only on Windows. Right, okay. That's fair enough. So you would literally have to write an entire new SDK in order mm -hmm. to get it to work. Because I know the Kinect is actually... Like, no one gave a shit about the Kinect when it was a gaming device, but that thing is beloved in the research space. That is such a cheap depth camera. Like, Oh, yeah. No, the Kinect... I have one still. I have a 360 Kinect. Uh, mm. Because before because the Kinect, if you... A... If you... Uh, sorry, I cut you off. I had a 360 that I never used and it came with a Kinect. Mm. Yeah. So just sitting around doing nothing now. Yeah, I'm just like, well, I mean, I might as well try it out. I got an adapter mm. and everything, hooked it up to my Windows PC, and yeah, if I want, I installed the SDK and it, it, it could work. Um, mm. I couldn't get any software for it because it costed, like, I wanted to use it for, like, VR. It's like a cheap VR setup, but the mm. program in order to use it was, like, 15 bucks. And it's like, yeah. I'm poor. That's fair. But um, what I was saying was the Connect, the Connect sort of like revolutionized um, depth uh, research, big like yeah. depth based research. Because before that, if you wanted to do any any research with a depth based camera, the depth based whatever, you know what I'm saying. The cameras would cost thousands of dollars. The yep. Connect is like what a couple hundred, I think and you can get so. them second hand way cheaper. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm really excited for mm. in terms of like VTubing 3D cameras is uh, you can use uh, the most common 3D camera used in VTubing is Leap Motion. Right. Leap Motion has a Linux SDK and a Mac SDK. Mm. They're significantly behind the Windows one, but they exist. The um, Linux and Mac SDK is like 2.7 or something, and the Windows mm. SDK is 4.4. Hmm. So it's like they were developing them all through operating systems together, going forward, every version together. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, they're just like, nah, eh, screw the Unix ones. And they just 
stopped. It's weird that you would throw like the Mac one away. Like I, I get throwing the the Linux one away, but the Mac one, I, there would be some sort yeah. of audience for it there. They threw away both of them at the same time, and hmm. just solely focused on the Windows one only. That's weird. But the downloads are still there. You can still download it. Hmm. I've installed it on this computer. I don't have a Leap Motion, but eventually I would like to get one. Um, because shout out to uh, a developer. Uh, a developer, Team yep. Ewan. They are developing an open source 3D VTuber program. Ah, yes. yes which you've is currently on GitHub. Yeah, it's currently on GitHub under the name OpenSeaFace-GD. What a because great name. It's, yeah, it's using OpenSeaFace and it's building Godot. Ah, right, right, right. Okay, that makes sense. Um, it currently is being rewritten now from the scratch mm-hmm. and renamed using that as like a basis. And uh, I am proud to say I came up for the name with the for the rewrite, and that is Virtual Streamer Software. That's much better than Open Face GD. Significantly better. <laughs> um, we also we tried to come up with the logo, and mm. uh, that did not go well. Well, this actually like it. This works surprisingly well in the state it's in. Yeah, no, it's it works really well. It's just not the cleanest interface. Right. Actually, the current interface is significantly better. He has rewritten the interface three or four times now, and I think the current one is probably the best version that we've got so far. Mm-hmm. I actually need to rebuild the latest uh, version because he added some features that I've been waiting for, like, um, it, what is it? Interpolation? Is that where you you make blend frames in between? Uh, I'm going to say yes. That sounds right. Yeah. Well, he added that in for the blinking and mouth movement. So now they're smooth instead of really choppy. Right, right. Because initially they were locked to the frame rate that it would track at, which was 12 FPS. Totally fine for tracking. But mm. um, if you don't interpolate the frames, then it looks real choppy. Mm. That so makes he, sense. He did interpolation on the model. He just didn't do it on the eyes and mouth. Well, if, look, like, if you got it one step, you at least can work out the rest of it then. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it didn't look bad. It's just if he added it, it would look better. Right, right. That Which makes sense. He did. So. Also, someone started um, contributing a ton of stuff to it out of nowhere. It's like, okay, well, I got, he thought he was going to do the rewrite like next year or something. Mm-hmm. He's already kind of started on it. He's like, wow. This went by much faster than I expected. That's. Hey, some. Look, maybe there's a. A secret program of VTuber who wants to use it or something. Maybe. I mean, that's kind of what he... He made the default model for it, which was just this low-poly duck. Yes, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. That's what he uses as his VTuber now. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) To the point that someone made a logo for OSFGD where it's just a pixelated duck. (laughs) It's not a bad... Like, look, a a logo just needs to be something that makes it memorable at the end of the day. Yeah, that I tried to make works. a logo for uh, VSS with like this like purple gradient with like a white V and then two S's. It's mm. just like, so you've just got like SS in the center of it. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, maybe we should change that. <laughs> maybe we should go with the pixelated duck. <laughs> Honestly, I, I feel like you should just use the pixelated duck on both. Because I feel like that's just a better logo. <laughs> I see that um, uh, Live2D support isn't there yet, but it is uh, a planned feature. Ideally, yes. OpenC- uh, Live2D is very finicky. on. In order to be um, 
let's see, where should I start the story? So mm. I should actually start with VTube Studio. VTube Studio was initially planned to be open source. Right. Um, however, they had to stop that because in order to be officially licensed, they couldn't be open source. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, they wanted the credibility of being officially licensed. So they decided mm. to not make it open source. Totally right, understandable. Right. I still trust this developer, so it's fine. Um, but there is another group, uh, Vignette, who's working on making an open source implementation of Lie2D. Ooh. However, they all they've done is just made an interface, and that's about it. Mm -hmm. And they just keep reworking their interface over and over and over again. Uh... I think... <laughs> I think they're worried that um, if it doesn't look absolutely perfect and professional, no one's going to use it, which I mean, it's legitimate fear, but it's just like, <clears throat> I mean, if you don't make it work, no one's going to use it anyway. Yeah, that's fair. It's this weird little catch 22. I think they've got themselves in. Though I still mm. am excited for the project. I hope that yeah, eventually yeah. they do get it working and that it get it up and running because the interface looks absolutely beautiful. It is mm. one of the best looking interfaces for an open source project I've seen. I, I hope so with that much effort in the interface. So you can compile then download the interface as it is right now mm. off GitHub. It looks amazing. It is super well polished. Yeah, I'm having a look at it right now. It actually looks really good. It's one of the best looking open source interfaces I've seen because not a lot of designers get into open source. Mm. Anyway, yes, open source. Um, you took VTube Studio. Yes. <laughs> we got, to, we got um, sidetracked there. Like, those, welcome to Tangent, the episode. What were we talking about initially? Uh, live 2D implementation being jank. Yeah, yeah. So they worked on um, making an open source live 2D implementation. And when they get that working... Uh, UN is going to look into adding that to OpenCFace so we can do 2D and 3D. Similar to mm. um, a program on Steam called VUP, which can do 2D and 3D. Mm. Um, I'm not crazy about their approach for it because the way they work is that your VTube, your VTuber is rendered in a separate window from the actual program. Mm. So the program uses two windows, which I'm right. not crazy about. Though, of course, it keeps your interface hindered at all time when you're capturing it. So mm. I guess that is an upside. That is that's fair. I guess if you have like a three monitor setup, it's not as big of a deal. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. Well, I I I technically have a three monitor setup. I have a TV I, behind my monitor. I technically have a four monitor setup because I have two virtual desktops. Yeah, it works. <laughs> I, I would like to have like at some point when I actually have room, I want to have some monitor arms and actually have like a third monitor on an arm. That would be really nice. I'd like to have a vertical monitor I could have for, like, just chat. Mmm, that's not a bad idea, actually. I might have to do that. As I have it right now, I have OBS, and then I have Firefox with a link to my direct Twitch chat, the little pop-out thing you can do. Right, right. And I just have them side-by-side side with the Twitch chat just squished down as thin as it can go, and then OBS mm. taking up the rest of the screen. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I... And that works relatively well. I, I've got most of my stuff sitting on a second monitor. One of the nice things about Tiling Window Manager, it just handles it all for me. So I've got my I've got my Pulse Mixer open, OBS, and also my, my file manager just to make sure I actually started recording. Uh, it was good, can, always a good one to have. Now that I think about it, I can just take a screenshot of it because I have it basically set up the same way already. I just got to open mm. Firefox. Hmm. And, mm. nope, not you. The bookmarks one and go to Twitch chat. Ah. 
I use um, I use the uh, the restream chat for mine because I do restreaming. Uh, yeah, I don't bother with that because affiliate. Ah, uh, yep, yep, yep. That makes sense. Yeah, that's and the now, reason why I. I think be... I'm almost at affiliate if I wanted to get it, but like, I'm not going to because of restreaming. I think restreaming is too valuable. Yeah, you've already built up your audience to be on different platforms, so. For you, at it would some... just shoot yourself in the foot. Well, at some point, I might. It's just right now, I don't think it really makes any sense. Fair. Okay. Like was... uh, well, when it finally processes, I don't know mm. why it's taking so long to process a PNG. What's this? This is a screenshot of my setup for like oh. OBS and my chat next to each other. Uh. And I don't know why it's taking its sweet ass time to send it. What? Oh. <laughs> this, is, this is good content. This is very good content. <laughs> oh, there, there it goes. Oh, okay. Wait, let's see. Can I? So that's how my second monitor looks. Open link. There we go. Yes, open the link. Don't I don't care. That's how you. Ah, okay, okay. Right, 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 right. So that's how it does my second monitor, which is off to my right side, and then my main monitor is just directly facing me. Yeah, okay. Ah, okay. You're you're a sensible person. Cool. I don't get the people who have two monitors that have like both angled. Yeah, I don't get that. Like, I I mean, maybe if you play games in ultra wide and you've got one of those little plastic things that like blends the monitors together. I guess. Maybe. Ultra wide monitors then, are I feel cool, like that would but... still work better as a three monitor setup mm. with one centered. The only problem I have with ultra wide is it sort of gets in the way of doing captures. I have to like segment off the like 1080p section I want to capture and it's just a mess like yeah. that. I don't want an ultra wide. I just want more room for more 1080p monitors. Mm. Like there's... There's ways in uh, in X Randy you can actually turn like a single monitor into like multiple virtual monitors. So I could make it work. It's just jank, and a lot of programs don't play nicely with it. Yeah. Plus, because I stream basically every game I play on my PC now, mm -hmm. I I just want it to be the same resolution or uh, aspect ratio as the game's going to run at. Right. Right. That makes sense. Most games are made for a sixteen by nine. With a couple a of them supporting ultra wide. Unless you want to play a racing game, in which case ultra wide all day. I don't play racing games. <laughs> I GTA count as a racing game. I play there, that sometimes. Racing sections of GTA. I mean, yeah. But then again, I played in third person, so ah, yeah. Mainly, no, you definitely I, wouldn't want it like that. Then maybe I, I'm weird. I like to play racing stuff in first person. If mm. I can see the car edges right. instead of just the camera, like a bump. I don't like a bumper cam. Mm -mm. Oh, or no, no bumper I want a bumper weird. cam, but I want to see where the edges of my car are in that view. Because mm. I did. Yeah, I, I don't know if you saw on stream. I was playing mm. Yakuza and doing Dragon Cart. <clears throat> and I was playing in first person mode. Mm. And I had no idea where the edges of my car were. So I was bumping into walls. Yes. I remember a lot of, like, early PS2 titles did the bumper cam sort of thing. I've never... I, I can't... Like, if, if you're going to have bumper cam, just don't even have first person. Yeah, fair. Like, when I was growing up playing Need for Speed, um... Mm. Which one was it? It was one of the ones on the GameCube. Need for Speed Underground 2? Ooh, that's a fun one. Uh, yeah, I'd play it with bumper cam every time. 
that is the way I had to play. And that's why I grew up playing racing games was using the bumper cam. Mm -hmm. So that's now like my default for anything that has racing and stuff in it. I want to have a bumper cam. God, I, I guess there's an audience. Sure. Sure. Someone's, I don't know someone's why, gonna be the reason why this still exists. That's how I got the spatial awareness in 3D racing games was <laughs> from that perspective. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> no, I, 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 I like my third party. Other third, my third, third party. God damn. Third, third person. Third per that one. <laughs> third person <laughs> camera. Yeah, the third person camera I like and stuff like Mario Kart and mm. typically now Dragon Kart in Yakuza and in yeah, yeah. ETA. Mm. Um, now that bumper cams seem to have kind of fading away, that's now my my backup. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm probably gonna play Yakuza at some point, but but let's just assume that I wasn't. If you have wanted to sell someone on Yakuza, how would you do it? I don't know. Yakuza like a dragon's the only one I've played. Oh, that's fair. Okay, how <laughs> would you sell me on that game then? Do you like Dragon Quest? Uh sure. Yes. It's a giant love letter to Dragon Quest. <laughs> that's I'm not, not even kidding. I, that's not what I had expected, sure. It's literally just a giant love letter to Dragon Quest. It's great. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> that's not where I expected that to go. <laughs> it is the only game in the series like this. The rest mm. of them are like that sort of more action-packed fighting game. Right, right. But this one is a full-on JRPG that's just a giant love letter to Dragon Quest, that's... which I love Dragon Quest. I've played Dragon mm. Quest 4, Dragon Quest 5, Dragon Quest 9. Um, I need to nine is the, 9 is great. I love 9. 9 is one of my favorite RPGs on the DS. Mm -hmm. I was... was What's it called? Citadels Celeste? of the Starry Sky. Yeah, there we go. It's been so long since I played that. I don't think... Same, uh, but I remember the name. I don't know why I... I remember it so well, but I do. Man, that's a fun game. I, I, that was I, a really fun game. I think that might have been my first JRPG as well. I have a feeling I don't it, think was. it was my first. I think my first true introduction to JRPGs was I'm well Pokemon if you count that. Uh, um, but outside of that, probably Kingdom Hearts. Okay, yeah. Um, Kingdom Hearts doesn't have really much. Uh, it has RPG mechanics, but they're fairly light. Like it's a, it's a, it's an action RPG, is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's got like, the same baseline mechanics of an RPG, but it's using an action combat system instead of a turn based. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that makes sense. Akin to like what the Final F Fantasy VII remake is using, mm -mm. or one of the modes for it. You can set it to turn based, which is probably how I'll end up playing it. I've never played Final Fantasy VII. Like, at all. I have never finished it. Ah. I've played the beginning section, but I've never finished it. I've actually should... never finished a Final Fantasy game. I finished, uh, 10. 10 is, 10 is very good. That... I know it's good. I just, I haven't finished it. Um, the closest I can say to saying I finished a Final Fantasy game was I finished A Realm Reborn in Final Fantasy XIV. Mmm. Uh, Which is great, God. except I have three about to be four more expansions after that yeah i i have a problem so i've been watching asmund gold recently and i kind of want to play final fantasy 14 but like i know if i do i'm gonna sink a <clears> lot <throat> of time into it have you tried the extended free trial of the critically acclaimed mmorpg final fantasy 14 
You can play through the entirety of A Realm Reborn and the award-winning Heavensward expansion up to level 60 with no restriction mm -hmm. on playtime. Mm-hmm. Yes, th 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 thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a problem. I have to Look say the copy pasta. I have to. It's required. It's in the terms of service for the game. There's so much free content. This is the problem. I I know that I know that if, with all this free content, I will get addicted to it because I played I'm not RuneScape. Even done with the free content. I played RuneScape for seven years. I know what's going to happen. When I play Final Fantasy. Oh, speaking of RuneScape, did you hear about the shit show that was what Jagex did? The RuneLight HD plugin. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that was. Uh, if anyone My who's out of loop on God. that one, um, basically, uh, RuneScape has multiple clients, and the the main client is shit. No one runs the main client. If you run the main client, you just started the game. You don't know other other clients exist. So, <laughs> everyone who plays RuneScape, uh, at least old school RuneScape, plays with RuneLite. It's an open source client, and there's a plugin system and all of this fun stuff. Um, the plugin system, like, they do moderate the plugins. Some plugins are there just purely for hacking, in which case they will just, like, get rid of them. But this plugin was a fan-made HD remake of the game. So I think it was in, like, 2008 or something, RuneScape had, like, a massive graphics upgrade. But old-school RuneScape was a, a server set before that. Uh, so this plugin was going to basically bring those graphics up past that HD remake, but not change any gameplay. Uh, it was a project for was it sort three. Of. It uh, it took the original art style and just oh, essentially yeah. upscaled them all and just up remade the textures to be HD versions of the same textures. Sure, sure, yeah, but it was gonna bring it more like further along. Like it, they're gonna look better textures. They, it looked really good. Anyway. It looks significantly better. Um, go okay, good RuneScape standards, but much better. Anyway, how long was the project going for? Like two, three years, something like that. He's, it was definitely years. I can't remember the exact number, but I know it was year. One of my, one of my buddies from work is, been playing old school RuneScape since it released. Right, right. So, um, and this is how I know about this. So this project was in the works for a very long time. Jagex is well aware that it was in the works. Like this guy had, like, everybody knew any anyone playing RuneScape at the time knew this was in the works. Yeah, he had released trailers and stuff for it. It was all over social media. It was impossible to not know about it if you were in the RuneScape community. And then, I think it was the day of or day before that it was going to be released. It was sent through to RuneLight. They checked it over to make sure, like, you know, there's nothing sketchy in there. It's not going to be, you know, a cheating tool or anything like that. They'd approved it. They contacted Jagex, and Jagex were like, no, we want to make our own HD client, and we're going to sell it. I didn't even hear that. I just heard that they just DMCA'd him and just said, no, you can't do this. Oh, no, no. They uh, well, they didn't explicitly say that was the reason why they did it, but um, they are working on their That's own HD client. Theory. They, well, they are working on their own HD client. That is known. They've already said that. Oh. Oh. And they're going to be charging for it. But oh. <clears throat> this caused a massive, massive backlash with, like, massive unsubscriptions. And then the, because uh, this wasn't done by the, like, the, OS the OSRS team. They were, like, really happy for this to happen. It was corporate. Corporate were like, wait, we can make money off of this. How can we make money off this? Let's just stop them. Um, so corporate stopped it. It was the people and then above the old school RuneScape team. Yep, yep. And when they realized they were losing shitloads of money, like, wait. Okay, you can have your plugin. We're still going to work on the HD version, though. Uh, so, 
I, I don't know what's going to happen when Please that actually comes buy out. It? <laughs> they honestly, they might try to take the plugin down again once the like that actually comes out. It's it's possible. I think the way the smart move to do would be not to touch just it. License this plugin, make yeah, it official. What they could have done is they could have hired the dude. Just like hey, they might he, as well. Do it. It's just like oh, you made all this for this Runelight thing. Yeah, mm. uh, take take it off Runelight. We're gonna pay you. Put it in our thing. Mm-hmm. But they, the the problem is like if if they'd shut it down day one, but like no, you cannot make an HD plugin. Fair, fair enough. But, but the fact after, they waited so long after all of the like after it was done, they waited till. Yeah, that's the fact that he just I have it. It's done. Years of work. I just can't release it. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the worst part about this is it's not actually the first HD plugin. Like, there are other clients for RuneScape that are HD clients. Are they just basic upreses, though? I don't know if they're basic upreses or retextures, but there are, there are at least other clients that do change the textures. Wow. <laughs> it was just this that, one was so popular. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, that's wow. I can't believe it. Corporate. Corporate will make money wherever, wherever they can. Every time. <laughs> like, I've been, I've been getting back into, like, MMO stuff, and it's very bad. Like, I've been watching, um, as I said, I've been watching Asmund Gold. I've been watching uh, people like Josh Strife Hayes, and I, I've, I, I don't, I don't want to play an MMO, but a part of me wants to. I've tried a bunch of different MMOs, and Final Fantasy XIV has been the only one I've enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I sometimes forget that it's an MMO. Yeah, well, that that's what a lot of people are, like say when it, people are saying to give it a shot. Like, play it as a Final Fantasy game, and then it's an... Forget about the MMO stuff for now. Just deal with that later. Yeah, no. I mean, that's my problem with MMOs, is that the style of how they tell stories in MMOs is, like, through little text boxes and fetch quests. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate that so much. I will get so tired of that. That's part of the reason why I don't play like Dark Souls and stuff, other than like the brutally hard difficulty that I know I'd be frustrated with and would I don't, finish. I there's a story in Dark Souls. I yeah, no. Know. If you read through the item description in Dark I know, Souls, I know. it tells a story. I, I know. There, well, look, if I want the story for Dark Souls, I'll go watch like Vardy video or one of the YouTube channels about it. I'm not going to deal right. with the item descriptions. Yeah, but telling the story through, like, item restrictions and text boxes, mm. the only time I've enjoyed that was in, like, the Metroid Prime series. Sure. And that's because the point of the game was exploration. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to just scan things and put it all together. Mm-hmm. That's fun. That's like solving a puzzle. In Dark Souls or in um, um, in an MMO, you're mm. doing this tedious task over and over again that's the same thing over and over again. And your only reward for doing it is two sentences. Hi, I have a quest for you. Go kill five goblins and I'll tell you the rest of the story. <laughs> go kill these five goblins and then I'll give you the task to actually go to the mini boss to then defeat to bring me back an item in order to go to this major boss and then come back in order for me to tell you another two sentences. I, uh, I've watched... I- I watched Asmund play, like, the intro section of Final Fantasy XIV. There was, like, a 15-minute cutscene before the game even started. Like, what is this? This is not what a, oh, yeah, an no, MMO great. does. Like, what is... What? Um, fair warning, if you end up playing it on Linux, I think you have to skip that cutscene and watch it later. Uh, 
I'll, I'll, just, I'll just play it on Windows. It, it'll be easier. That's the only one. It's just that opening cutscene. I didn't even know it was going to work under Linux. Oh, yeah. I pl I've only played it on Linux. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, it works fantastically, uh, especially if you buy it on Steam. Steam is the easiest way to do it. Mm -hmm. Right, right. You literally, feel... you just turn on Proton, um, start it up, you open a config file, you change a 0 to a 1, or a 2 to a 1. I Load it up again, open another config file, change a 2 to a 1, and then you're done. I was sure I read that it was balked, but maybe I'm just blind. No, no, it's not. No, okay, if it's you... gold, wow, okay, that I didn't yeah, know Yeah, no, it's almost platinum. If it wasn't for having to change those two little config files, it would be platinum. Hmm. Huh. Because you just have to skip the opening movie and change it back to the old style launcher. Mm -hmm. But uh, all the other cutscenes work except for one cutscene when you get to an airship um, mm -hmm. in the A Realm Reborn. For some reason, that cutscene won't play. You'll have to skip it. Wow, I didn't realize it. That that's impressive. Wow. I... Cool. Sure. Yeah. And if you don't want to use the Steam version. There's a Lutris install script for a third-party launcher called the XIV launcher. Mm. And you can just use that. I hear that uh, buying the game is confusing. Yes, it absolutely is. <laughs> buy it on Steam. Uh -huh. Like, there's, like, different versions you could buy, but they're incompatible with yep. each other or something? Like, If you buy it on Steam... You can play on either the Steam launcher or the standalone launcher. Uh -huh. If you buy it standalone, you can only use the standalone launcher. You can't use the Steam launcher. Uh-huh. Also, if you buy it on PC, you can't play it on PlayStation. You'd have to buy it again on PlayStation. Right. I also And hear, all like, the expansions you'd have to buy again. There was also something about like um if you bought like Endwalker, you wouldn't be able to like get access to the other stuff until Endwalker came out or something. Yeah, you have to wait for it to release. <laughs> But um, right. if you buy the newest expansion, you get all the previous ones. So like when right. I when I bought the game, I went ahead and bought Shadowbringer. So I got everything before then. And then like mm. a month later, they did this free trial. That's become like, the pot copy pasta. It was like, oh, I didn't need to buy all these yet. I could have waited. Every time I hear someone talk about Final Fantasy, the only complaint they ever bring up is that it's hard to give them money. Like if that is your <laughs> yeah. biggest problem with your game, I think you've got a good game. Absolutely. It is a fantastic game. Um, also, another weird quirk about playing on Linux, if you use the standalone launcher, controllers mm. are weird. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I if I play with the standalone launcher, I can sometimes get a controller work, and then sometimes it won't want to work. Mm -hmm. If I do it through the Steam launcher, it works fine. I was probably going to play keyboard and mouse anyway. Yeah. Uh, can The controller setup for it is actually fantastic. Okay. Because uh, if you didn't know... The game initially released on the PlayStation 3. Right. Yes, it did, didn't it? It It is an MMO that is built around a controller. Hmm, maybe At least I the earlier versions are. The later versions are built with both in mind now, so it's not right, right. as problematic. But a lot of the early classes are very easy to play on the controller. Like, I, might, I, main a, I, I only play it, a then. white mage. Yeah, yeah. Healer classes are fantastic on controller because it's so easy. Hmm. If I did anything else, I would not want to use a controller. I don't know, might look into it then. I like I typically play action RPGs with a controller. Um usually Xbox controller, but there's a few exceptions. Like if I'm if I'm emulating something on the PS2, because I want my button prompts to make sense, I'll just use my PS4 controller, but 
Like yeah, anything else. Definitely, Xbox. I would recommend PS4 controller, especially since it has native support for it. You don't need to use Steam inputs. Ah, yeah, yeah, um, makes sense. Don't use a Switch controller if you want just an easy out of the box experience because it'll work mm. and it'll show you Xbox prompts. Sure, okay, which is not fun, especially Wait, for an MMO where your face buttons are your spells. On. Am I just imagining something? Is aren't the um the buttons swapped on the Switch compared to the Xbox yep. controller? Yeah. Um. So if you're listing them, um, bottom, right, left, top, Xbox mm. is A B X Y and Switch is B A Y X. Right. Okay. Yes. I personally prefer the Switch layout because it's what I grew up with. Hmm. I never actually had, um, like, a Nintendo or an Xbox uh, console as a kid. I only played uh, PlayStation 2. We had... My first ever game console was a Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, I guess I got a... Game um, Boy Color. I got a Nintendo handheld, but I never played, like, home console. Yeah, I had a Nintendo Entertainment System. Mm-hmm. And then I jumped straight to GameCube. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was, that was a story. <laughs> Wait, so... Did you... How wait how how old was the the NES when you got it then? It was used, right? My first game console was a used game console from this store that I don't think they even exist anymore. Um, but my dad got it for me because mm-hmm. um we he, wanted he to play video games now because we had we had gotten old enough where he had an interest in video games. He's like, well, you know what? Mm-hmm. I know about this one from right. my older siblings. Uh, when they were growing up, because I'm on, I'm a second set of kids, mm. which that's a whole rabbit hole I'm not going to get into. <laughs> um, so it's like, well, they liked the the Nintendo. Let's get an mm. original Nintendo. We got it. I'm just, and so we got it. I'm just like, what is this? Everyone was playing with like a Nintendo 64 and stuff and 3D graphics. And then I loaded up and we start playing the games. I'm just like, oh, this is what Mario came from. Oh, this is cool. And so I and to this day, Super Mario Bros. Three is one of my favorite games of all time. Can't say I've ever played it, but I do hear it's very good. It is so much fun. Never beat it. Never mm. beat it. Um, I even the, the original Mario Brothers, classics. I've never beat. The furthest I've gotten in original Mario Brothers is World Six. Right. But it's so anyway. We got that, mm. and then years went down, went by. We never got any new consoles because not a whole lot of money. Um, but then for Christmas, we got a GameCube. Mm. So we skipped two entire generations. I, I, uh, the, when I got my, okay, I got my consoles really late. I got my PS2 in 2005, 2004. It was a few years before the PS3 came out. And then I got my PS3. Same, that's when I got mine. <laughs> I got my PS3, I think like two years before the PS4 came out. I always just buy um, consoles late or just yeah, get same. given them late. If I was a kid, um, I, I didn't have a PS4 until a year ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, that was fun. Uh, I think I got mine. There was like a, a special or something at the time when I bought it. So it was, it was cheaper than it normally would be, but. Same. I only I, have a PS4 pro because I was given two broken PS4s. That I then paid to have fixed. Right. Sold one of them to my best friend's little brother. The other one I traded into a GameStop for a PS4 Pro. Wow. 
So I got a used PS4 Pro with a major discount because I traded in a PS4. That, that's nice. So I was just like, okay, I came in on top with this one. At this point, if I was to buy a PS5, it would just be a PS4 emulator anyway. Like, I, I don't have any <laughs> PS5 games yeah. I want to play. I mean, I'd I guess Tales of Arise. Spider-Man Miles Morales, but that'd be about it. Maybe the new Ratchet & Clank game. Ah, yeah, that. Okay. I would play that and Tales of Arise, and that's about it. Tales but of I Arise, like... I'd want to get that on PC. Uh, yeah, I can play on PC anyway. I I presume it works perfectly under Proton. I don't see any reason why I don't actually know. Let's find out. Uh, I know the other Tales games do. Tales yeah, the other of Tales I played Berseria on Proton. As a Platinum rating. Hey, nice. Nice. Perfect. Apparently some versions of Proton are having controller issues, but just avoid those versions and you're good. Oh, Tales of Symphonia is only a gold rating. Ah, oh, that's sad. I've got um, I've got Bazaria sitting over on my shelf here. I need, to, I really need to finish Bazaria. It's very good. Bazaria is really good. I played it in the jankest way possible because it was before mm. my PC upgrade. Um, initially when I was playing it, I could not run it and my VTuber at the same time. Oh, I could only do one or the other. So I was trying to play it. I went through the beginning of the game through it. And it mm. was just, it was so choppy when I got to the first big city. Mm -hmm. I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I installed it on my Windows PC and I played it through remote play. That, that the upside works. to playing it on, um, on a Windows PC was that I could use a mod to change the Xbox button prompts to PlayStation button prompts. Ooh. Which that's, I, God, I wish you could do that on Linux. Wait, it, wait. I'm sorry, what? It doesn't have PlayStation button prompts on PC? No, because the PC is a port of the Xbox version. So they didn't add an Xbox button prompt or PlayStation button prompts. It's just Xbox for controller. It's a JRPG. It's made in Japan. Get it to what? What are you? What? Yeah, it's I weird. I don't know why. The PC version only has placed Xbox button prompts. That's so weird. Sure. But there's a mod to add it in. It's just the mod hmm. is the the mod installs through an installer that's only on Windows. I oh, think if you oh. found the files and knew where they went, you could hmm. do it manually and get it to work on Win on Linux. Right, right. I just don't know how to get the files by themselves. Run the installer through Wine. Oh, I guess pause. I tried that. It can't find the installation path. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I the installer, it loads in Wine. It just mm. it can't find where the game is installed because it's looking for the Windows install directory, and it's even not it, there. Even if it could find the path, it probably would be coded around Windows paths, and the uh, the slash is backwards on Windows. Oh no! In uh, in Wine, it sees backslashes as forward slashes. Okay, so it's just or forward okay, slashes cool. backslashes. Cool, uh, cool, because okay. if I go, if I go through a file picker on a program in Wine, my uh, directory is. Z slash home slash it sees Linux as a Z drive. At least it works. I don't know why. Yeah, it's... no. So, I mean, it can find it. I, I imagine Z is probably like a fullback then. I actually have never seen that before. Or it has it to was, assign I was testing label. to see if I could get Photoshop to run in Wine. I know there's Which, been uh, some work on getting that actually working. Photoshop CC 2015 
works almost perfectly in wine, but that is the mm. only one I've ever been able to get working. I, yeah, you look, it's a, it's a lot of work. You might as well just, if you really, if you really need Photoshop, dual boot VM, just do that. Otherwise, like most people, most, like, unless you're doing professional most work, you can get away with GIMP. You can get away with it. Yeah. I use GIMP. GIMP works fine. Yeah. GIMP, it's not the same as Photoshop, but it's so similar. It has so many of the same tools that most people can get away with using it. Yeah, yeah. I, I well, at the end of the day, there's also um, it's not it it's not actually like an official Adobe thing, but there is a Photoshop clone uh, web client. Um, yeah, it's like Photopia or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it's called. That it's not doesn't have everything Photoshop has, but if you really it's a lot need more like, of it. Yeah, and if you need, like, the proper support of the Photoshop PSD files, it generally works for that. Yeah, uh, on um, on GIMP, it can, like, open the layers, and that's about it. That's because um, GIMP and Photoshop layers work very differently. Well, it's everything else is done completely differently. It's, I mm. think it's the, the layers are the only similarity they have. Um, they actually do handle some stuff really weirdly with layers. Um, there's... I know layer grouping works very differently, and that that by itself breaks stuff. Layer clipping is really weird too. I got a PSD file for my VTuber, um, mm. and <laughs> it did not clip any of the colors. Okay. Luckily, there was a final version that had the outline, right? That I could alpha select and then erase all the other layers to where they would be within that <laughs> what should be clipped. Oh God! So. Uh Saved itself, but uh, yeah, that's that's a solution, I guess. Yeah, sure, it works. <laughs> if it's stupid, but it works, it's not stupid. Sure, yep, we'll go with that. Why not? <laughs> that's my entire career as a VTuber. <laughs> it works in the dumbest way possible, but it works. Look, you gotta have. Look, there's some people who want to do stuff properly, but hey. It, at, look, at the end of the day, you should be right. You be you be good. Just let it happen. It is it is what it is. And it shall always be that. <laughs> so what's another uh, what's another tangent we can go on now? Um well I've We're got on the video uh, game train. I we can we'll, we can keep going down video games. Um I've got a DS emulator set up and I've I've got I've got a game that you you like in, uh downloaded. Oh, I've got oh. Uh, the world ends with you downloaded, and I'm I, I yes. want to be playing that soon. Yes. Uh, oh, because you've got your drawing tablet you can use. I do. Yes. Yes, I have it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, but yours is the one without the screen. Ooh, yeah. you're gonna. Hmm. I've gotten used to it. Well. Yeah, because you can see where the mouse is while you're still hovering the pen, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then you should be able to be do fairly well with it. Hmm. Um, I want to be able to see the screen, which is why I ran my, the world ends with you. If I ran it on an emulator, um, and, uh, Pokemon Ranger, I'd run those mm. on a DS emulator ah. on my tablet, on yes, my Android yes. tablet. And then I just screen copy that over to my screen and then plug in an aux cable because headphone jack, everything should have a headphone jack. Stop getting rid of it, please. Mm. What? Oh, that's another nice thing about buying mid range phones. They still have headphone jacks. Yeah. Uh, pixel three, a headphone jack. Mm -hmm. Because the cheaper one has more features. That makes sense. <laughs> anyway, yes. Um, 
Uh, tablet, what ends with you? Pokemon Ranger, yes. Yeah, I, no, I, I... When I first started, I, I, I booted up the game. I was like, oh, it plays. it's one of these games that plays on the fucking bottom screen. Why? Yeah, this is why I say that you want to have a touch screen for it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think... Technically, ever... it plays on both. This is... Right, I say the sure. best way to play the DS version is on an actual DS because sure. of the way it's designed. Mm. You... Your your character Neku is on the bottom screen using touch controls, and your partner is on the top screen, and you control them with the D pad. <laughs> they have different depending on who you're playing. Uh, so when you're playing with your first partner Shiki, um, the way they work is that they have cards that appear, and if you select the cards that matches using the D pad to select which card, um, mm-hmm. so like up will be the center card, left will be the left card, right will be the right card. If you pick the card that matches, she attacks. And the more you get right in a row, the more the combo does damage. Right. At the same time, you're fighting on the bottom screen using the touch controls with your other hand. Okay, this, this is going to take a little bit to get used to, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be really weird on an emulator. Mm, I'll make it work. It's uh, one of those I've... games that they took full advantage of the original hardware, and it's mm-hmm. really hard to play it any other way. That's why when they ported it to like phones and to the Switch, they reworked the combat system to work better for a single screen. Right, okay. But that's part of the reason why I love the game and why it's one of my favorite games of all time Mm -hmm. is because it worked so well for its original platform. It was one of the few games that really took full advantage of the fact that like you have two screens, you have two different input methods. Use Mm. them. They're available to you. What, What about Brain Age? Brain Age used both screens very well. <laughs> Brain Age was... <laughs> I can't even say anything. I owned Brain Age. <laughs> <laughs> I did as well. <laughs> That's the worst part about it. It's one of those games that, like, you got it, and you're just like, why did I get this again? Exactly. <laughs> but, um, po- man, Pokemon Ranger is another really good game. I and- love those games. I wish they would make a new one. <laughs> I... Like, like, we've got Pokemon Snap, maybe. Maybe we can get a Ranger. Maybe. We got Pokemon uh, Mystery Dungeon Deluxe, which I wasn't as crazy about, though apparently it is better than I initially gave it credit. I mm. didn't get too far into it before. I was just like, this is so weirdly different from the original. Uh, that not that a remake of one of them? It's original. It's a remake of the original Red Rescue Team and Blue Rescue Team. Mmm. Mm. Which that was a very weird system because Red Rescue game, Red Rescue Team was on the Game Boy Advance and Blue Rescue Team was on the DS. Yeah, they were it... released during that time when they were saying, "No, the DS is not a replacement for the Game Boy. It's the third pillar." Lo and behold, it replaced the Game Boy. Wait, was that a was that a thing that was actually being oh, said? Yes, go there at E three. What was it? E three two thousand six. I want to say, right. Um, Reggie Fizeme. That is a direct quote from him. What? It's because they were worried the DS was going to flop. So they didn't uh, want to just kill off the Game Boy line in case it did. And then oh. it exploded and they're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, no. Okay. So what they were going to be doing was having like clamshell consoles. That's why so many and... games released on both right. Game Boy and DS for a little bit. Huh. But because of that system. If you had both Red Rescue Team and Blue Rescue Team, and you had a DS Lite, you could play both of them infinitely and fail as many times as you want and never have to lose your progress. Because you could send a rescue mail 
mm-hmm. to the game in the slot in the other slot and just answer it on that game. Yep. And I, you could just I, infinitely do that back and forth. I did own both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I only had Red Rescue Team. I had mm. it on my Game Boy Advance SP, and then I got Explorers of Sky on the DS. Ah, uh, oh, you got Sky, did you? I, yes. I played Sky years later. I originally got Time. Yes. I skipped out. Excuse me. Holy crap. I don't know where that came from. Uh, <laughs> I skipped out on Time and Darkness because poor. <laughs> Honestly, like, t- I could not Sky afford to buy ba- games very often. Sky is basically the uh, the Persona 4 Golden of, of Mystery Dungeon. That's what I heard. So I was just like, all right, I might as well. Like they they changed the they changed some stuff later on, but like up until the end of the game, it's it's basically the same with extra content in Sky. Yeah, no, I absolutely loved it. It's probably my favorite from the Mystery Dungeon series. Mm-hmm. I there was another like an actual like extra Mystery Dungeon game that came out on the Switch. I think I just I I watched a Let's Play of it. It wasn't very good. Um, no, no, it was, it was on the, it was on, it was on was the it Wii, 3DS? it was um, a puzzle oh. version. No, oh. no, wait, it was a Mystery Dungeon style. It was the one with the little figurine ones. No, I don't, I think there was another one in there somewhere. Give me one second, I'll check. There the were two list. on the 3DS, there was Super Mystery Dungeon and uh, Dimension Through Space or something like that. Um, one of which people thought was, it's all right. The other mm. one was just like, this is the stupidest gimmick I've ever seen. Oh, actually, okay. I actually missed a couple of games in here then. Um, I, I can't remember was... which one it was. But mm. one of them, in order to go into a dungeon, you had to point the 3DS camera at a circle in reality. What? Any circle. It could be any circle. It just had to be a circle. Stop. Stop it. Stop. And everyone just is like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Console ca- console cameras work in some si- like don't look for something in the real world. But if you, uh, like if it's a game where like you're a photographer or something, you're like moving around the switch or whatever whatever console it is. They were just trying to haphazardly throw the 3ds's AR capabilities in there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like stop. Which the 3ds's AR with the AR cards that was super cool. That was fun mm. to mess around with. Should not have gone any further. They should have just been like, here's a fun little gimmick that came with your game. Play with it mm-hmm. on your 3DS in the camera app. Well, it, Nintendo does make like cool stuff like that, though. Like, they'll, they'll just like throw something at the wall. Like, is this going to work? No. Okay. We've got a lot of money. It doesn't matter. They are. Have you ever watched Arlo? Arlo. No. He is a YouTuber who is a blue little Muppet monster guy. Sure. And he has coined the frame that Nintendo are the king of left field. Sure, okay. Because everything they do is just like, well, that came out of left field. <laughs> yeah, that works. Um, I mean, think like, about it. We're releasing our new home console. Oh, wow. Also, it's a portable you can take with you. Wait, what? Mm. I, I, if I was to... I, I don't own a Switch, but if I was to own a Switch, I probably would never use it as a home console. Like, I would always just use it as a handheld. I am... I use both. Mm. Um, the only way to capture from a Switch is to have it as a co- home console. Oh, that's fair, yeah. Which is which is how I now mostly play my games. But I mm. love handheld gaming so much. I haven't owned a handheld in a long, like, a really long time though. Like I, I, I if play you games never on my phone plan, sometimes, I guess. But yeah, if you never plan to ever stream Switch games or Nintendo games ever, 
in mm. your entire life, you can buy a Switch Lite, which is only a handheld. Right. I would want to stream stuff at some point, though. Yeah, at that point, you need to get an original Switch, which mm. you can't see it, but my Switch has custom Joy-Cons. Oh, nice. I did a shell swap, and they're clear. What? That's pretty cool. Not colored clear, just plain clear, <laughs> so you can see all the circuit boards and stuff. It's so cool. I love it. I... I, I... I think that does look cool. It's just not my thing. I I don't really like the clear sort of the style. I've seen I love like clear elect- I love clear electronics, mm-hmm. where you can see all the circuitry and stuff in it. The <laughs> hard part for those is making it to where the electronics look pretty inside the clear casing, because yeah. if you've got like metal plates on top of everything and you put it clear, well then it's basically just silver at that point. Yeah, that's fair. Oh yeah, I'm looking at. Um, I'll send it to you. Uh, someone made a clear shell for the Xbox One controller, but, like, it's it's not that impressive looking. Oh. It's just, yeah. Just, a uh, plate. Yeah, yeah, see, that doesn't look very good. Mm. Because it's got that black plastic on top of all the electronics. Yeah. I'm sure that, like, if it's designed... Oh, okay, actually, I guess... I guess in some cases, like, uh, I'll see if you, I wonder if you can see it. Um, uh, like, uh, if you look up the clear PS4 controller, which is an official controller from Sony. These, like, these, uh, earphones have, like, a clear show. You probably can't see it too well. Um, it's like a, I guess it's, it's a, it's a yellowed clear plastic, but, um, you can, if oh, yeah, but those are, those are, um, I, uh, IEMs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, they don't, it doesn't matter what they look like because they're meant to just right, function like some people, well. Look, some people like the, the look of having certain earphones in there. It's like, people buy, like, AirPods as a fashion statement. Yeah, like, I went to a concert. I saw uh, uh, Nathan Sharp, Nate Wants to Battle, in concert. Mm. His in-ear monitors were green because his favorite color is green. Sure. No one's going to actually notice that. I only happened to see it because uh, the side of his face was turned to me while he was uh, talking to someone. I just happened to notice it. Mm-hmm. But you're saying about a, um, a, a clear PlayStation controller? Yeah, there's an official clear PlayStation controller. For which which console? Uh, PS4. Oh, I didn't know that. PS4 clear controller. Yeah, they're like $70 because those oh. things have gotten so expensive now. But see, uh, that looks really good because you can see like the gear motors. There's nothing covering the electronics. Mm-mm. Or the rumble uh, motors, I should say. Not gear motors. Oh, gear yeah, motors. yeah, I see it. Okay. Yeah, that does look pretty cool. Ooh. Yeah, you have to be very smart with clear electronics. You have to make mm-hmm. sure that you can actually see the cool components and stuff, and they're yeah, not yeah. just covered by something else. Yeah, I actually do like that. Hmm. I don't know. I, it's I can't... done right. It's very tasteful. Maybe I'm just boring. My go-to is usually white controllers when they're available. Oh, God. I'm going to drop it. I will not do white anymore. I got my DS Lite and my DSi in white, and they're like covered in like orange and yellow from cheetos and stuff now i'm just like well nope not doing this anymore clean your controllers then i was a freaking like 12 year old kid sure there's no excuse now no excuse now no um but i'm now i'm just to the point of just like if i'm eating something well i guess i'm not playing video games i'm eating something yeah i i usually just watch some anime when i'm eating something 
Um, however, my 8-bit dough controller, which has become my mm. go-to PC controller for now, is um, the PlayStation 1 Gray. Ooh, okay. And it's got the same coloring, though it's on the different places, because I think that color configuration might be copyrighted. So, like, it's using the Nintendo button layout, but it's the symmetrical stick layout like PlayStation controllers do. Mm, but, like, okay. um, if you... Now that I've told you where those button placements are, the B is red, the A is green, the X is pink, and the Y is blue. Ah, okay. Okay, okay. That makes sense. I wish that the colors were in their proper places, so I could just mm. look at the colors for if I'm playing, like, an X, a PlayStation game. Mm. I can just see blue. Blue is X. Right, right. Even though yeah. I know the PlayStation placements by heart, so it's not that big a deal. I play Yakuza with this controller, and I use PlayStation prompts on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon has this really weird quirk. Mm. It tells you when you start the game up, real Yakuza play with a gamepad. Yet, if you are not constantly giving it an input, giving it a controller input, it pro- goes back to PC prompts. <laughs> as soon as you give it an input, it goes back to whatever controller you're using. Sure, okay. I've seen games like why. this. If you, like, touch your mouse or something, they'll swap to, like, the mouse and keyboard inputs, but I've never seen. Yeah, no, that's fine. No that's, that's what GTA does, and I'm fine with that. Yakuza, if it's not getting a controller input, it defaults to PC prompts. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that actually reminds me. So um, I'm playing through S8 right now, and it has like a setting to like change between like Xbox, PlayStation, or just generic input, um, like button prompts. But it will automatically change if you start pressing something else. It's so, like, there's no reason to use the setting. It, the setting does not work. I wish every game had a setting where you can just tell it what button prompts you want, and it would just mm. stay that. Yeah, that would be lovely. Or you could set it to be, like, smart input, where it detects which one you're using. Which yeah, is yeah, probably yeah. what I'd use for GTA, because I like to do the driving and stuff with a controller, but I'll actually do the shooting and stuff with mouse and keyboard. Actually, what would be nice is... It would be nice to like be able to customize the button prompt. Like if you have, you know, you have a set of like A, B, X, Y. Most most um like controllers will have those if they're like gener- uh, just generic controllers. But sometimes yeah, they'll, they'll be in a different order. Default to like the Xbox layout for some mm. reason. But like it would be nice if you could like, you know, if you have a Switch controller that doesn't have Switch inputs, just be able to swap those prompts around. That would be lovely. That would be really nice. Um, what I can do with this Apito controller is I can remap when it's in uh, X input mode. It has mm. software on my phone where I can remap the buttons. Mm. And so I it can have up to three presets. I have a preset where my A, B, X, Y are flipped. Mm, okay. So as long as it doesn't show the button in the diamond formation with the right prompt, then I can just flip the inputs and I, there's no difference. Right. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> and to go all the way back around yes. <laughs> to Final Fantasy... Sure, okay. I installed a mod to Final Fantasy to give me switch button prompts. Woo! Which, it's a pain in the ass to install because mm. you have to download a file, you have to run mm. a terminal application, and then from that terminal application, you have to find the directory path to that file you downloaded, set mm. it to the correct install installation path mm. in that terminal program, and it's not fun. <laughs> if you're like me and you get lost of where you are when you're using a terminal to find stuff, it's not a fun time. And I did all that, and I've been playing with this for a while, and I kind of want to go back to the DualShock. 
What are you, okay, what, out of the, out of the Xbox, I guess Series X and Xbox One are the same controller. So out of the Xbox yeah. One, PS4, and the Switch controller, which one do you like? I presume you haven't held PS4. a PS5 controller. PS4. Okay, PS4? I want symmetrical sticks. Sure, okay. That's literally I all I care about. <laughs> I, when I first saw the Xbox controller, when I was like only playing on PlayStation, I thought I would hate like having offset sticks and i'm sure oh, i don't hate it i think it's super comfortable it's just i'm sure muscle hmm. memory my muscle yeah, memory has fair. grown up with symmetrical stick for 3d games yeah that's fair like i i got used to it i i started using the xbox controller for a very long time oh, I, I, could, I prefer i could it absolutely now. use it without a problem my problem with the ps4 controller <laughs> is it feels just a tad too small you would that's like the dual sense then because the dual sense is a little bigger Mm. I want to try out a PS5 controller. Like they are, the PS5 controller is around the same size as an Xbox controller, but it still has the symmetrical sticks. Yeah. Um, the 8-bit dough controller feels like, imagine if you took a Super Nintendo controller mm -hmm. and you added handles to it. Hmm. Okay. And that's what it feels like. Like literally, if you took away the handles, the sticks... And the mm. L2R2, it would be a Super Nintendo controller. I've got the uh, the website open right now. Um, hmm. That that does look pretty cool. It's very comfortable for like platformers and stuff. If you're playing a 2D game, this is my controller I go for. Oh, it has um. Because it just feels like a more comfortable Super Nintendo controller. It has back buttons as well. Yeah, uh, the triggers, the back triggers, they kind of suck. Okay. They're a little too easy to press. Right, right. Um, although they're automatically mapped to be turbo and stuff on when you're on Switch mode, so you need to mm -hmm. go into the software and turn them off. It's only on Switch mode that they're pre-mapped. None so, of the other okay. modes are pre-mapped. I don't know okay. why. Um, but yeah, that's... Uh, that's one thing I didn't like. I got it because I wanted to set these as macros mm. um, for an extra hot bar in Final Fantasy XIV. Mm. When you're playing on controller, you access your spells by either holding down R2 or L2 and then pressing either a direction on the D-pad or a face button. Okay, I, okay so I I wondered how they managed to fit all of the Final Fantasy inputs onto a controller. Yeah. That explains and why. And then they have... A second hotbar you can set up, which is your eighth set of hotbars that you can access by double tapping L2 or R2 and doing the same thing. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm. It works actually really well. I was gonna. I'm, I'm less believing, or I'm less likely to believe you that this is a good input system. This seems like they've, they've crammed a PC MMO onto a controller. I mean, that's what they did, but they had to think about it as p controller is the only option we have what's the best mm. way to do this that makes sense because otherwise you're going to go down the um the route that a lot of jrpgs go where they have four abilities and that's it and that yeah. doesn't work for an mmo like no, Diablo three. this has actually the best layout i've ever seen to play an mmo with a controller mm. any other I input i've seen it's been just like pages of four or five skills mm -mm. and it's just not fun um, uh, like targeting is a little bit of a pain on controller the way it works until you mm -hmm. get like really used to quick target and untarget which i'm still not which mm. is why i made a healer because i can focus on healing and just use the d-pad to swap between who's in my party and just choose who to heal mm -hmm. 
So for a healer, this is the perfect layout. I would much rather play a healer with this layout than I would keyboard and mouse. Okay. But what I wanted to do with the with the with the back triggers was I wanted to set them to be double click and hold L2 and double click and hold R2. Mm -hmm. The thing I didn't know is that macros don't let you input other inputs while they're running. Right. Okay. I didn't know that. So I set it up to be what I wanted, the double tap and hold, but I I couldn't hit the face buttons to activate the spells. Oh, oh, right, right. And I was just like, no, I was going to use them as extra trigger buttons and shit. That would have made it much better then. That would have been great. So I could hold L2 or I could hold L4. Mm. Or actually, they're labeled as P1 and P2, paddle one, paddle two. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to see, um, like, paddles actually becoming a thing on more controllers. Because there was that whole, like, there was a whole debacle yeah. with, um, if you, with If these paddles have... were a little bit more stiff and a little mm. bit harder to press, I would actually use them more often. Right now, it's just too easy to accidentally click them just from grabbing the controller. Because remember back in the early days of the, um, the PS3 and 360, the reason why no one else did it is because Scuff had, like, Scuff had a copyright on that design, and... The only yeah. way, like, and then PS4 came and Xbox One came along, and I think the biggest player now is AIM. Well, I believe that with the initial Elite controller, they actually licensed it from Scuff. Oh, did they? I I believe so. That might have changed now. Because I know, like, the big one right now, everyone's blowing up over is AIM, and I I don't know if they've surpassed Scuff yet, but I think they're mm. pretty close. I am so out of the loop on console esports. I I see ads for them all the time. Right. I see more ads for aim controllers than I do scuff controllers now. And I don't know why, because I've never had an interest in either one of them. <laughs> I just I just stick with the first party controller for the most part. Same. That that's is... all I do. That's all I do. It's that like, why are you trying to sell me good. on these like four back triggers for competitive FPS games? I don't play FPS games. I've never played FPS games. Stop trying to sell me FPS games. But what if they sell you on macros for Final Fantasy? <laughs> you make a convincing <laughs> argument, Fry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Um, what was I saying? Um, I don't know. Something about I like the back triggers. They're cool. I, I like them as an option. Yeah, I like that they're an option. Um, I just wish on this controller itself they were a little bit stiffer. Yep, yep. So that I wouldn't accidentally click them as much. I was going to say... Oh, right, right. I remember what I was going to say now. Um, I, I, I need to ask you something. Why do you play a healer? What's what's fun about a healer? I don't understand. I like support classes. Okay, I I don't understand. My go- you need to, you like, need to explain this to me. Why do you like support every, classes? I love healing classes. Even if I'm play like I play Dungeons and Dragons every mm. week, my go-to class is cleric. I, I, I like being the support. I I need to understand why. I don't understand. <laughs> because I like being the one who does the setup for someone else to do this crazy wombo combo that I just go like Oh, yeah, you think I'm not a threat? It shouldn't be me you're watching out for. It's my buddy over here. <laughs> I, I, I like being the buddy. The buddy is the fun one. <laughs> um, also, the fact that um, because I have very poor muscle memory, because I take, like, week-long breaks in between playing Final Fantasy, uh, White Mage is a class 
where you can misclick and fuck up and you're mm. still are doing more healing than you need to. Right. So you you would lose your button <laughs> rotation basically. Right. Um okay. so like as a white mage, I can screw up what I'm doing and hit the wrong thing and I'm still ahead. Okay. Because it's such a massive amount of healing I can do. Well, I guess until you like go and like do the really high level content, like, you start doing ultimate. Yeah, then... the high level stuff like savage level uh dungeons i will mm. need to learn how to heal and damage at the same time yeah yeah which i cannot wrap my head around i can barely wrap my head around doing one or the other <laughs> i'm not good at muscle memory i don't like mmo combat right okay which is i which is why i mainly stick to healing so i can just stick in the back and just make sure everyone's got health and i've debuffed any or i've undone any negative buffs mm -hmm. that's fair that, that's and I just right now all I do really is dungeon runs. Um, mm. If I start getting better, I can start doing boss raids with people. Mm. And the upside to being a healer is, I never have to wait on a party. That that is because one no of the one's things... a healer, so everyone's looking for one. That is one of the things I hear is nice about being a healer. <laughs> it's like, all right, party up. All right, I'm good to go. <laughs> Yeah, that that's fair. That that is fair. Um, I actually, my ideal party in Final Fantasy is the light party that you do with only four people, mm -hmm. which is a healer, uh, two DPS, and a tank. Mm -hmm. So the tank just runs into the midst of stuff and aggro's everyone to them. Mm -hmm. The DPS are at, at a distance, or they're also engaged doing a bunch of damage, and the healer's just in the back making sure that the tank doesn't die. Right, that's fair. And, I, I'm... and that's all I have to do is just sit there. I just hit cure one, cure one, cure one, cure one. Ooh, free cure two. Cure one, cure one, cure one, cure one. Ooh, free cure two. And maybe I, maybe get rid of like a, a dumb monkey brain, but I, I just, I like DPS. DPS is fun. I like seeing big numbers. You would actually, I think you'd like tank more. Because mm -hmm. your sole purpose is just to run in and press attack. Mm, that does sound fun, actually. Yeah. That no, is your sole purpose is to run in, press attack, and press the button to make them attack you. Look, at the end of the day, what I would do is this. Okay, this this is the re this is the reason why I can't play Final Fantasy. I've won two though. Uh, this is the reason why I can't. It has, it has the same problem that RuneScape has, which is that you can change. You can just do different. You don't. You're not a class. You're like a single class. You can change it. You can do oh, other yeah, the shit. Job system. And you know what's gonna happen? I'm gonna max out every single one of them. That's what's gonna happen. I have two friends who have done that. The friend that got me into playing Final Fantasy was the one who started way back on the PS3. Mm -hmm. uh, she's maxed out every single class. My fellow VTuber friend, Corvi, Constellation Corvi, who I played D&D &D with for a bit. Mm. Uh, they also maxed every single class. Which, the current maximum is level 80 for every class, except one. I think one of them's level 70. Right, right. Um... And with the new expansion coming out, all the maximum is going to be raised by 10. So it's going to be level 90 for everything, except that one class, which will then be 80. Mm. Or maybe mm. they'll all be 90. I'm not certain. Maybe they'll bump that one up 20 levels. That's where you have a class. Including the new level. classes they're adding. They're adding two or three new classes. Right. Which right. will also be maxed at level 90. Mm -hmm. Well, I have another important question. What race do you play? The, the generic human. Okay. Whatever they call the generic human. Yeah, okay. I I I know they have stupid fantasy names. My um, VTuber design is loosely based off my Final Fantasy character. 
Right, right, okay. I, look, you know, the game has cat girls in it, so... I'm... The game also has lizard girls in it. It has, it's bu- look, it's a, it's a difficult the choice. The new expansion between... is going to have bunny people. I, I'm, I'm aware. I'm, I'm very, very aware of the, the bunny girls and the, the expansion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, if I do play it, I'm probably not... I probably wouldn't stream main story content because... It's, there's a there's a lot of nothing that like there's a lot of cutscenes and cutscenes would you know not I, I would have to like ignore the cutscenes for a stream and that I don't think really makes for the best experience. If I was gonna stream, it would be like you know dungeon stuff or raids. <laughs> Meanwhile, like that. I am streaming exclusively games with long cutscenes for that very reason of the cutscenes. Yeah, that's fair. Well, there's there's some exceptions with that, but. I hear the um I hear the Final Fantasy fourteen story is fairly good. Um, oh yeah, um, a Realm Reborn is apparently the worst story of the entire I, I keep, game, and I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I keep hearing this from people, but from what it sounds like, it's the worst part compared. Like it's it's a nine, but everything else is a ten. Like that that's what it sounds like to me. I heard that like more like it's an eight, and everything after that is a nine oh, or a ten. Sure, okay, I think so it's like I, it's still it's just like it's not the best story in the game. I, God I, damn I played, it's still a good story. I I played through all of Crystar where your best friend turns into a fucking bus and tries to kill you. Like don't don't question the story. Like I, I can play through <laughs> shit stories. How, how what? Um yeah, so actually, you know I'm gonna talk Crystar for a bit. So Crystar is a game where you're basically like I guess you're not a reaper. Um you're you're going through like effectively the underworld trying to like defeat evil souls um and make them go and be reborn um and at one point you run into your best friend and she blames you for the bus accident she was in and usually when like in the boss fight they'll turn to like something related to like whatever their massive trauma is so one of the um one of the uh the bosses was like I think he was trapped in solitary confinement in a prison and for like after eating people or something. I fucking know. Um, and he turned like this big man-eating plant. And your best friend, she was in the bus accident, uh, and she turns into a bus. And it's just like, and I thought what? the penis shadow from Persona was weird. <laughs> Why? What? Oh, do you not know about this? I I might, but I'm not ringing a bell. Look up Persona Five penis shadow. <laughs> My God. Uh. Oh. <laughs> what is yep. this thing? I don't recall that one. It's supposed to represent a spirit of lust. Think they got that right? <laughs> yeah, they they definitely they definitely. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that that works. I, I, I guess. think its name is like, like the name for lust in another language that I can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, I, oh, wait. I'm looking at the um, the Shimagami Tensei wiki. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is called <clears throat> in P five. The Throbbing King of Desire. Yeah, that's what it is. The Throbbing King of Desire. 
They knew exactly Apparently it's from designed. Buddhist and Sri Lankan mythology. Sure. That sure. doesn't surprise me. <laughs> wait. No way, I'm thinking Hinduism is the one that has like literally tens of thousands of deities, isn't it? Probably, yes. That's the one that I can't wrap my head around of just how that works. It was explained to me that like apparently each household picks a specific one. Uh-huh. from the selection and that's how like it works each household has a different main one they focus on which i guess you kind of have to when you have that many deities in your religion i i, I genuinely don't know about about that but man this uh i this, don't this... know a whole lot about it but it's one of those things it's like the more i hear about it, the more i'm just like this is so different from how i grew up mm. and also dick gods yeah, no, that apparently that's a thing. Yeah. Um JRPGs are fucking weird. JRPGs are very weird, and I love them. Um I, I mentioned before I'm playing through IS8. I've I've been talking about this game a lot. Um, but for the first like 30 hours, it's fairly there's gonna be spoilers for IS8. First 30 hours, it's fairly normal. It's like it's it's actually not even really JRPG. Like you're uh the game really? starts off Yeah, it, it starts off with you being um in a shipwreck and basically you're trying to like rebuild you're, you're trying to like find all the people who are on the shipwreck and like build up a village of castaways and you, your entire goal is to escape the island it's fairly grounded um that's i mean that's still really interesting though it is um then there are dinosaurs uh and that's where shit gets weird. Well, okay, there's, there's dinosaurs at the start of the game, but you just assume, oh, these are just, like, whatever the monsters are in this world. No, they're, they're literally dinosaurs. Like, um, there's a... Oh. So, they're called Saurons or something in this. Um, okay. But they were... <laughs> there comes a point in the story where uh, you find out that all of these Saurons went extinct because of a meteorite. Um... So they're literally just Oh my dinosaurs. god, they're literally dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, but then there's, uh, there's another part of the story where they're, they're like, fuck it, time travel now. Uh, so the main, or the, I guess, second girl, uh, her name is Donna. She's from it's like years ago. She's a the... Lacrimosa of Donna. Lacrimosa of Donna, yes. Okay. Yes, oh, man, yes. It's, um, freaking, it's $60. I can't buy that right now. Uh, it goes on special occasionally, but. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to wait for it to go on sale for everyone to get it. So she's like from years in the past, but like the main character Adel, for some reason, can like communicate with her in the past, and like the past and the present like happening at the same time or something. I don't understand it. Um, it doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. Uh, eventually, though, I, I, do you I, do you want spoilers for this? Because it's gonna I'm gonna say no, some really because I'm gonna end up playing it. This is a okay. game that I've been meaning to get into for a right, while. Right, right. Okay, I won't I won't say the the really big spoilers, but there's time travel and there's dinosaurs, um, and it it gets that if, if that's where it stopped, I would have been like sure. Then it's like, hey, remember a JRPG? It's, it's like, do you know do you know how every JRPG ends? It ends with killing God. So we're gonna yep. somehow segue into killing God. Somehow we're gonna do it, but <laughs> you don't you don't understand how it's Wait. gonna happen. You just pulled it out of fucking nowhere. Yes. Is the character from years seven the same as the character from years eight? 
Ah, uh, yes, the main character is the same. So the the idea with the the Year series is, um, all of the games are actually, uh, basically retelling of Adol's diary. So he goes on like I think fifty years of adventures or something, and basically each game is like one of his diaries. So they're all a series. I need to play all of them. They're they're same main character. There's no like story connection between them, with with the exception of. Uh, one and two, which are two is basically an expansion pack for one. Oh, okay. They're all disconnected stories with the same main character. There's a, like occasionally there'll be um some returning characters, like in in eight, uh, very close to the end of the game, uh, the princess from was it? I think it's Journeys of Celsetta. Uh, like she's on the ship for some reason and is just like, hey, hi, adult, do you remember me? Like, I'm here now. I was like, okay, hi, welcome. Um, but apart from hmm. that, also your main. You uh, the, when you do you play it on PC? I'm playing on PC. Yes. Okay, so it works in Proton. Yes. Uh, okay. Cool. Some versions of Proton, the controller does not work. By not work, I mean it functions, <laughs> but it thinks that you're constantly holding the stick to the left. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. So you can't do anything about that. It just doesn't work. But what version do you run? Uh, I'm running. I think I'm running the latest version of GE. Okay, I have that. I think because I have Proton up now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Proton is a great program. Yeah, but yeah. I, I wanted I, to do a video on that thing that you um, made a video on the um, mm. gamer installing things, and yeah, I yeah. just I never got around to it. <laughs> I've got a video on Proton upcoming soon as well. Ooh, yay! I I really like it. Like ever since I found that, like that's a really cool program. I, uh, I just found out that uh, the channel Linux for Everything has a series called Will It Linux where he tests if games run well on Proton or not, which is like, oh, I wanted to do that. That is basically Hex DSL's entire channel. Well, dang. <laughs> it, it's definitely, it's not a new concept. Like, he actually, Hex started I knew it. it wasn't, but I was just hoping there wasn't any, like, big channels that I thought of to do it yet. But I was yeah. like, oh, nope, nope, there, there are quite a few. Yeah, I think Hex started it before, like, back before Proton was even a thing. So you've been doing it for a while. Oh, yeah. It's like back when you have to, like, configure Wine to get it to work. I'm glad I missed out on that. Four days ago, you uploaded a video about PGA Tour 2K20. Why the fuck is he playing a golf game? A terrible way to spend actual money almost as bad as real golf. <laughs> I don't like sports games. If I'll play most games, but sports games are not my thing. What about the Mario sports games? That's an exception. That okay? Yeah, I'll 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 accept. I was that. about to say Mario Strikers on the GameCube. Hmm. What about Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games? Where, Those where, are where's... fun, but they're just mini game collections at the end they of the are, day. Basically, where's our new one? We need a new one. Didn't they just make one? Did they? Did they make one for the new Olympics? I don't know. I, I went onto my radar if they did. Uh, I feel like they... No, they ported the Wii U one to the Switch is what they did. Oh, wait. There's one for the 2020 Olympics. Yeah, okay. So it wasn't crazy. I thought that was a port. It's not a port. Uh, um, it, it's probably the same. It, look, it's the Olympics. It's going to be the same sports. It's effectively as a port. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
Like, what are you going to do? Like, to introduce new sports in Olympics? Like, that's not how it works. But it has given us some great Sonic lore. Mm. I think my favorite... <laughs> my favorite thing for the uh, the Olympics, uh, apparently, like, like I think it was a closing ceremony. They played... Um, they had a they had an orchestra doing the Demon Slayer opening. <laughs> I heard about that. I haven't actually seen the video though. It's like, sure, Japan, sure. Why not? I don't I don't watch the Olympics. I don't watch sports at all. I, don't I didn't care. Ca the only thing I cared about for the 2020 Olympics was the opening and ending ceremonies. I just wanted to see what Japan was gonna do. And you I know, Demon Slayer, I'll take it. At their prime minister jumped out of a mario pipe with a mario cap that was great <laughs> oh i'm i missed that that was on that was when they first announced it oh, oh okay 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 right <laughs> that was great and then they proceeded to not do any nintendo music they did the main music they did was square enix yeah yeah which well, I'm, I'm down for they I'm have fantastic music mm. but the announcement was mario i expected nintendo stuff no, I wanted them to uh, look. They can take the absolute piss and just play like the Sword Art Online opening. You know that opening's a banger, though. It is. I. Oh, have you seen the um the new trailer for the Progressive movie? There's a new Progressive movie. Yeah, the pro uh, Progressive movie is coming out uh soon ish. God, I'm gonna. Have... Why do I keep watching Sword Art Online shit? It's, it's not good. good. No, it's good. Stop, stop, stop lying to yourself. You know you, you like it. No, it's an absolute dumpster fire. But I just can't look away. I I, I genuinely adore Sword Online. Like I I, think I I unironically enjoy it. It's really for good. me. It is one of those guilty pleasure shows. That just I know it's bad, but I'm gonna keep watching it. There okay. There are parts of Sao that are not good. Like. The the what was it what was it called the um Alfheim section fairy dance for the light novel, sure. Kate Leaf is a fairly boring character, but like Gungale, Gungale's fun, and Alicization, Alicization's yeah. great. The first half of Alicization was great. The second half just got okay. fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Like when I finished watching the second half of uh Alicization, I just sat here like. Did Studio Trigger make this? <laughs> That's not a bad thing. <laughs> it was that same level of just, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But without yep. the crazy animation, it was just the same concepts done in just yeah, yeah. a generic anime style. Yeah, I, I feel like the first half of Alicization was absolutely amazing. Like, up until the, um, the War of the Underworld, like, Alicization was fantastic. I think the honestly the main issue with Sword Art Online is just when Kirito and Asuda are together, they just become the most boring characters. When they're separated, they're interesting, and yeah, then the I... second they get back together, they just go back to being super boring. I really hate that every time SEO like gets a good male character, like Klein, the the bar dude. What the hell is his name? Um. Or Tiffany. Yuji, yeah, <laughs> Tiffany. Sure, we'll go, with, we'll go with the abridged version. Go with the abridged like, names. Or Yu-Gi-Oh. All of the male characters. Oh my god, Yu-Gi-Oh is my favorite character from the series. Absolutely, yeah, he's best character in the series. Spoiler alert: he's dead. Yeah. Um. Well, he's not. Look, he's not dead if you go play the games because the games have alt canon. Oh god, I don't even want to. Every that. everybody is alive in the games. Yuki, I read alive. The, I read Yu-Gi-Oh alive. The light novels. 
after mm. the first season of the anime, I read the light novels all the way through the first half of Alicization. Yeah, yeah. Like back in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when then I, uh... they they stopped doing fan translations because they started to get official English releases. Yep. yep. So it's just yeah, like, I... oh crap. Well, I need to get official English releases, but I've got to wait for them to catch up. Mm. And then then yeah. I forgot about them, and then they made the anime. I was like, okay, I'll just watch the anime. <laughs> exact same boat for me i stopped reading alicization i think the first chapter of uh war of the underworld was being translated and that's about it it was just before the last thing i read was kirito getting to the terminal and contacting the people outside ah yep 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 okay that makes so sense. right after ugo's death is where i left off in the light novels mm-hmm. <sighs> why it's just why why kill off ugo well, I mean, I'm glad that he stayed dead, though, because, oh my god, Sword Art Online did something with consequences. <laughs> oh. Don't bring in the alt cannon. What a, what a, what a, what a, what a nice oh. world to be living in that you think that's the case. Uh, you watched the ending of War of the Underworld, didn't you? Where they, I, where they went back in, but it's like the future and their spaceships. That yeah, made, and the also- part that made me go like, did I just step into a trigger anime? And also, Ronia and whatever her face are both, it's both their descendants, but they look exactly the same and have the same voice. Yeah, um, no, it's just like... Yeah. There's a, we're not, it's not confirmed at this point, but there's a character that looks, he wears a mask and looks, has the same hair as Yu-Gi-Oh, looks a lot like Yu-Gi-Oh, it's probably Yu-Gi-Oh. God damn it. Or some, by miraculous descendant of just like... He somehow got his lover pregnant who wasn't dead, but also was, except they weren't. <laughs> Look, okay. When the first season of the anime and of the light novel has Kirito literally willing himself past admin privileges, anything's possible. In the words of SEO Bridge, this is what happens when you have a pissed off nerd with admin privileges. <laughs> God. <laughs> I love us here, but it's 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 not good. It's not good. It's not good, but it again guilty pleasure. I know it's bad, but yeah, I'm gonna sure. keep watching it. <laughs> uh, we've just gone past the uh, the two hour mark. Oh boy! Mm. So I think it's as good a time as any to end off the show. I wanted to go off on one more tangent since we got on anime. Uh, we, we can we can go on another tangent. I don't have to end right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more tangent. Speaking about sure. guilty pleasure anime, I read the entirety of Domestic Girlfriend oh, God. as it released. Uh huh. <laughs> I've seen pictures of stuff later in it, but I, I, I don't know much about it. I've that watched is the, the first anime, time a piece of media gave me proper whiplash after reading it. <laughs> Why? Why did you do that? Because it's great. <laughs> It's a legitimately good story up until like mm. the last five chapters where I'm just like, what the fuck just happened? Because it doesn't do a 180. It mm. does a full 720. Because <laughs> it went in the other direction, but it did a 360 in the middle of it. <laughs> maybe, look, maybe I'll read it. Maybe. I don't, know. I don't read much manga it's, right now, but maybe. it's. I watched... Uh, do you know Gigguk? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Garn- um, his review Grant. of it was, yeah, <laughs> Grant. 
so Garnt's essentially the way he described it was that it is it is a dumpster fiver that evolves into a car crash that evolves into a train wreck. <laughs> and you're just sitting here like, I don't know how you can make this any worse. Oh wow, that's how. Mm. It is like I have to see how they one up this. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, okay, that there is a series that I've read that is like that, which is just, just as dumb. Um, I recommend it. It's very good. Go read uh, uh Nozokiana. It's uh the 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 name is Peephole. It's about a dude who has a peephole in his house, and like the girl oh, next door no. also uses the peephole. It's a really fucking weird series. Um, oh no! But like, it like. Like, they start dating at some point, then evolves into, like, a harem, then there's, like, a fight over the harem, then one, like, one of the girls, like, it's just, it's crazy shit starts happening. Um, but, <laughs> I yeah. Mean, if it I'm, has a harem, I'm gonna enjoy it. Um, I, you know what, maybe. Maybe I'll read it. I, uh, it, it I'm currently I've read a, a reading... manga, like, like, start to end for a long-ass time, so it'd be nice. Yeah, I'm currently reading Rent-A-Girlfriend. Mm-mm. I need to watch the anime for that. Yeah, it's, that is it. fantastic. It's legitimately good. It came out during a period where I was very busy with uni stuff and just didn't get around to watching it. Fair enough. Um, it's really good. It The protagonist has that same issue that every harem protagonist has, mm. but all the girls in the harem, quote-unquote, make up for it of just mm. being super well-written. They are so well-written. The main girl, Chi- uh, Chizuru feels mm. like an actual person with depth wow an anime character with depth That's i know it's weird <laughs> it's just a really well written emotionally charged story and mm. it's like this would be like a god tier work of art if this main character wasn't a piece of shit <laughs> I mean, he goes from being a piece of shit to just being just the general dumbass of just like, mm. you fucking idiot. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> of, of pieces of shit, though. Um, oh, no. What are you grabbing? Do you not, do you not also very good series? What? Eh, my earphones came out. There we go. Eh. You're going to focus? Focus on it, damn it. Why are you not Mushoku focusing? Tensei. What the fuck is it not focusing? What the fuck? Mate. Why is my camera Mushoku Tensei. Mushoku Tensei. Jobless Reincarnation. Very good series. Highly recommend it. Main character that sounds like is, a good one. Main character is genuinely a piece of shit. Um, oh, now it's just not focusing on my face either. Everyone uh, is telling me to watch Redo of a Healer. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I know I should. Do it. You do it. It's Certainly. everything that's described to me. It's just like, this sounds fantastic. <laughs> and there's My... an uncensored version? Yes, there is. There was an uncensored okay. ver- a version when it was airing. I need to, I just need, I don't know where to watch the uncensored version. Because I think Verve and Cruncher and all that, they have the semi-censored version. Yeah, yeah. Not the fully uncensored, but not the fully censored either. Mm. Not the, uh, we're going to triple... I uh, put black boxes on everything. Yeah, it's the one where um, in all the, like, lewd scenes, they do the convenient pan over to the shadows sort of thing. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but, like, it'll still show quite a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just won't quite show everything. 
I uh I acquire anime through other means, so you you can find the uncensored version very easily. I know I can find it. Um I probably should. I just I like using official streaming service because they've started looking at streaming numbers to know if shows get other seasons. Right, that's fair. Well, that's so why it's like, like, ooh, I want to put my vote in for this to get more. That's why I, I buy source material. I think that's why lately we've been getting so many more seasons of shows like, for example, uh, oh my god, Overlord. Mm. I couldn't remember the name for a second. That's why we're getting a fourth season. This is a oh, show yeah? that, like, a couple years ago, we would have gotten one season and that's it. Absolutely, yeah. I, I need to buy the light novel for that one. Like, I, I really like Overlord. It's so good. Because okay, it's those... a protagonist who's evil and just kind of stays evil. Those those... flashes back to being good, but then it'll remind him, no, you're the bad guy now. There was one part that wasn't good. There was the, um, uh, there was a, <clears throat> a section where there, like, there was a bunch of like, big tentacle monsters. Uh, there was supposed to be like thousands of them. Um, I, don't, I think it was in like the later season. Uh, wait, let's see if I can find it. Overlord. I think I know what you're talking about. That was during one of the really big battles, wasn't it? Yeah, okay, it was supposed to be a big battle. Yeah, here we go. Um, in the, uh, in the light novel, there was supposed to be, like, hundreds of these things. Yeah, um, I remember this scene. This is but the like scene you, where you had you the... made them CG and you just didn't put, didn't put hundreds of them? Like, sure, okay. Like, all you did was copy and paste them. Oh, I was, uh, that was on Gun's Twitter. Um, yeah, and they didn't they they didn't look great either. They didn't look terrible though. I've seen much worse CG in anime. Yeah, well, have you you've, have you watched the original Fate Stay Night? Not the, the original. Com- no, oh, I watched ha- Ultimate Blade Works. <laughs> ah, you've not seen the Cum Dragon. or Unlimited Blade Works. So no Cum Dragon for you. Okay, that's sad. I have it saved on Verve to watch. I just never got around to it. Why would you have it saved? Don't. Don't. <laughs> you saved yourself. Don't do it. Uh, look, it, the only thing you need to watch is Cum Dragon. That's the only part. <laughs> do, do you know the scene I'm talking about? You, have to, you just have no idea what I'm saying right now. No, but the fact that it's called that makes me very curious. Uh, okay, so you know the Fates Day Night is an Erige, right? Yes. Okay, so the original anime decided to adapt some of the Erogay scenes, but obviously, you know, TV anime, they can't adapt, um, I think it was gonna, I think it was gonna be Saber and Shiro fucking, um, it was to do some mana transfer, whatever, sure. Oh, that's right, the first, uh, Fate Stunet was the Saber Path. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I think, I think Rin was going, to, I think it was gonna be a threesome, anyway, doesn't matter. Um, because they can't animate that... They instead replaced the mana transfer with, like, a metaphor of, like, a dragon entering, entering, like, this mystical realm. (laughs) Which is supposed to, like, symbol. It's supposed to symbolize, it's supposed to symbolize nut. (laughs) It's like, to go back to SAO Bridge, so you're gonna invite him over, make him, show him his magic sword, your cave of dragons. Your cave of cave of wonders have to do battle with the dragon within. <laughs> What's the dragon in this metaphor? Chlamydia. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, I found the picture. 
I love a bridge series so much. Oh, there's so many. I'm kind of sad it's died off now for the most part. Well, yeah, that's a lot of DMCA stuff because of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Calm Dragon. It wasn't good Calm CGI Dragon. for 2006 either. Like, it, it might look bad there. It's so much worse in animation. Oh, no. This was still during the time when they would animate... Or they'd have the, the the 2D animation running at 24 FPS and then the 3D running at 30, and it just does not work together. Oh, uh-uh. It doesn't seem like much of a difference, but, like, it's very noticeable. Yeah, when you see one animated smoother than the other, it's mm. very noticeable. <laughs> um, I think, like, the biggest thing I've... Because I've been watching One Piece... Oh, and I've okay. been noticing the way they animated like these later arcs was um they animated everything 24 FPS and it's fine. But anytime the camera moves, it's moving at 60 FPS. Right. So they use CG background. And now. you're just like, okay. this is weird. Because mm-hmm. all the characters are talking and they're moving at 24 and standard, but the camera is panning at 60 FPS because they just did the one scene and just digitally moved the camera. Right, but they right. didn't move it at the same frame rate. It seems like a lot of <laughs> a lot of uh, animation studios are getting better at this now. They've finally realized to match the frame rate, but yeah, when it was first done, it introduced it's a fucking mess. I guess some studios yeah. still do it. I mean, it's not the later arcs, all of them. It's right, um, okay. I've just finished uh, Vega Punk or Punk Hazard. Mm-mm-mm. Um, it's the arc immediately after that that I'm really noticing it. Fuck, what arc is... It? I've read most of... Oh, I've read most of One Piece as of five years ago, but... The um, villain is Don Flamingo. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but I know where you are then. I just okay. started that. I'm only a few episodes into that arc. Yep, yep. Yeah, I, yeah I I'm really reading... noticing it. It's like, ooh, this is weird. I don't know what arc... I think it was called, like, Whole Cake or something. I don't know. Um, Way later than where you are. Probably. Um, but, uh, I think once I catch up in the anime, cause I'm skipping through the filler arcs and stuff, um, I'm going to jump over to the manga. I just mm-hmm. want, I really just want to see the Wano arc animated cause I hear it's really good animation. Mm-mm. <sighs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, there's so many things that I read <laughs> that I'm just like, why am I reading this? I, <laughs> I read all of Citrus. <laughs> Ooh, okay. You have when I heard about this, it was made out to be like this raunchy, like arrow gay, possibly like doujinshi level stuff. And then I read it, it's like, nah, it's mostly cute lesbians. <laughs> this was not nearly as raunchy it. as it was made out to be. <laughs> Good enough reason to read it by itself. Um, the weird thing with it is that they're stepsisters. That's that's where it gets the weird anime part from it. <laughs> It's fine as anime, you get used to it. Just it, forget it about is. that part. Just every time they say step, just or actually no, not step. Every time they say step, <laughs> both words, it gets worse. Stop you when just, you're stop while you're ahead. Every time you hear the word step, sis, you get a buzzer and just like hit it. <laughs> Pretty much. I know, man. There's so many things you gotta read, but so little time. I've got other things I want to do. Like I, I want to 
watch anime, I want to play games, I want to study Japanese, I do I want to read manga as well? It's like, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't have a lot. I'm so behind on my weekly stuff. Mm. Uh, the main thing I've been watching have been a couple episodes of One Piece here and there. Uh, I'm mostly caught up in um, a new anime that started airing, uh, The Great Jahi Cannot Be Defeated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which yeah, is I'm adorable. watching that as well. I, um, I, I love that the uh, the ending... Is it... Who's doing the end? Is Nene and a couple other people from Hololive doing the ending theme? Oh, is it? Oh, you, wait, you didn't know? No, I didn't. That's uh, exciting. It's, it's Aqua, Subaru, and Nene. Oh... I thought you would know about that. that. Yeah. Um, no, I did not. I don't keep up with the, what they do outside of streams all that much. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, that, not, they're, they're the ones doing the end. Really, I, I love it though. It's great. Despite being a VTuber, I'm really bad at keeping up with VTubers. That's fair. That, that's Mainly because, again, fair. time constraints. Look, I, I don't know shit that's happening in the Linux community either. So, like, we're, we're on the same page. I know what's happening if Gardner Bryan and Nick from Linux Experiment mention it. Yeah, it's fair enough. And even then, I don't watch everything they upload. Like, it, if it gets popular enough that it hits the front page of Reddit, I'll probably find out about it. That's about it. Yeah, 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 mainly. Because <laughs> uh, that's really the main Linux channel I watch is Linux Experiment. And then mm. I watch a couple of your videos. Um, Though you go into a lot more technical stuff where I'm just kind of like, uh... No, that's entirely fair, yeah. Cool. Yeah, sure. <laughs> How do I click the button? <laughs> but... <laughs> no, there are yeah, a, uh... In my brain, I'm still the skill level of a Windows user. That reminds you of a, uh, a meme someone said on my Discord earlier. Um... I think that may be why my tutorials are so helpful to people, because I'm just like... I'm going to assume you're as dumb as me because I'm dumb as rocks. Oh, it, wasn't, it wasn't on the... It was Okay, no, it was somewhere else. Um, it, it was uh, one of those uh, programmers now... Uh, programmers in the past, programmers now. Programmers in the past, I wrote this kernel from scratch in C. Uh, programmers now, where's the button to click? <laughs> yep, yep, that sounds about right. Especially since a lot of programming goes into video games and stuff, but they've all swapped over to engines. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the programming aspect has been taken out unless you have to make a custom feature. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I, hope, you're, <laughs> I hope you're not just putting a bunch of assets together, but... I mean, no, but you can <clears throat> make a baseline so, out of the so, assets and then build from there. Well, yeah, You, you don't make have to make everything from scratch now. Sure, yeah. If you're trying to, like, prototype something, you can throw a prototype together in, like, a couple hours. Yeah, no. Like, I've seen games that have actually come really good games by just... They take the baseline assets, they make it, and then maybe they'll start making some custom models and stuff and throw it in there. But the base engine itself, they won't modify at all. Sure, sure. That makes sense. I mean, that's yeah. how we got games like uh, House Flipper, uh, Power Wash Simulator, those sort of games that are just, like, they don't need to be super in-depth because the point of them is just to be relaxing. Sure, sure. That's fair enough. But, um, yeah, we probably should end it, because i got other things yeah, to do. Yeah, now today. actually um, we should end it. Yeah, it's been an extra 20 minutes now. <laughs> Enjoy the extra content. Yeah, extra, sure. That's what that is, I guess. Uh, I guess we can call uh, it content. That's one way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, it's, cl it's close enough. Content adjacent. So, um, let's see. 
Uh, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash itsroguren. You can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash c slash rogren. And you can find me on Twitter on twitter.com slash at itsroguren. Or slash itsroguren. At itsroguren on Twitter. I'm bad at social media. Did you know apparently you're supposed to post on Twitter twice a day? Hey? For its algorithm, you're supposed to post on Twitter twice a day. Twice a day. I didn't know that. I'm sure. I post a couple more times. Is is, is it like is twice like the the optimal point? Does it get worse from that point, or how does that work? I or think is... twice is the optimal point. I think more doesn't necessarily hurt you, but it just doesn't help you. Sure. Okay. Huh. That makes. But sense. I've been like, oh, I haven't made a tweet in like what three days. Oh fuck. I uh, I schedule my my upload notification. So there's my tweet. Big brain right there. Oh god, I should do. Yeah, oh yeah, you post practically daily. I post every week because Yeah. Um, I have today to record and mostly in it and then like a few hours tomorrow to finish editing and I hope that's good enough. So, it's it's six videos a week on the main channel plus a live stream. Then on the gaming channel I upload I do two streams and take like five shorts from that. Then the podcast and three clips from that, so whatever that works out to be. I don't know how you have the tech, because you work as well, don't you? I do. Well, I don't work that much. I work like nine hours a week. Oh, okay. Most, but you're, at this I mean, point, you're, in, most, you're in uni, so. I finished uni, but most of it at this point is from, oh, shit. um, I did, yeah. And now I'm just sitting around making YouTube videos. I'm, I'm using my degree very well, but most of, most of my income <laughs> at this point can be supplemented with the channel. I mean, yeah, you're actually making money off it. I'm not. At some point, maybe eight years down the line. Yeah, like I've <laughs> in the four years I've been streaming on Twitch, I've had one payout. Jeez. Well, I, I think the one thing that I, I think would make a lot of sense for you is clips. Getting clips onto YouTube because Twitch algorithm's awful. Yeah, no, um, that's why I try to. I'm trying to push my Twitch more and mention in my videos that I have a Twitch. I stream mm. games from Linux. If you want to, so like say. I did, my latest video was a video on installing Linux, which is the one I'm mm. currently editing. Um, I've said throughout, it's like, and hey, while this is downloading, see if I'm live on Twitch, if you want to see how this works in action to run games and stuff. You definitely have the uh, the segues down from four years. I can see that. <laughs> I mean, you have to do it now. It's gotten to the point where like, people find it annoying that you say at the beginning, hey, like and subscribe. But then you mm. look at your analytics and Every time you say it, people liked and subscribed. It fucking works. It does. I don't know why, but it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I don't say it. I have a little overlay that appears, but... Um, I need to make one of those. I need to make one of those is what I need to do. You can, Look, if you go onto YouTube, look up free like and subscribe overlay, you'll find them. Yeah, I need to just make it in Caden Live and export it as like a webm with transparency so I can just slap it on. Yep, yep. Makes it very easy. That's what I do. So, like, I know how to do this stuff. I'm just, I don't have the time to actually I'm, do them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I've, uh, oh, another thing I should mention now. I also, I, I've made a Patreon now. Oh, nice. I'm going to try to post videos there as soon as I finish editing them. So, they'll be mm-hmm. posted, like, Tuesday or Wednesday on Patreon, and then they'll go live on Friday. Right, on right, okay. Ah, okay, okay. I, I've i been looking at, like, doing Patreon stuff. Just, like, what, what do I do? Like, what, what do I do with it? 
You free, you make money off Patreon and you don't even do anything on no, it. No, I do. I don't do. What I am just, I doing I, wrong? I have a di- I have a Discord role. That's what I do with it. <laughs> I'm I just sitting here like I'm seeing these people who are just like I'm seeing them like actually like, growing and stuff. I'm just like clearly I'm doing something wrong. I just need to figure out what the hell it is. You are in a hyper niche, so like there is I that. Am, that's the I think that's part of my problem is that I went to I was just like find a niche because everything's oversaturated. It's like, mm. okay, cool. Linux VTuber. I think you went a bit too far. Damn it. I think I think there's some way it could work, but I don't know. I, I need well, to I'm... find a way to make it work if I'm gonna keep doing it, essentially. It, for me, I was just in the right place at the right time. That that's what happened with me. That's that's all it is. It's right place, right time. I just need to keep throwing stuff until I find that right place. Mm-mm. Well, I, I hope whatever you uh, you end up doing goes well. Um, whatever you I mean, I'm do still going to stuff. I'm never going to stop. I love making videos and stuff. It is literally my creative outlet. I need to make things. Well, hopefully find a niche that yeah, that works. Maybe you can somehow get... The, I don't know. Maybe if you... I, I, I don't know. It's kind of working. I, I, I mean, my channel's growing. I went from like 20-something subscribers to over 300. So mm. I'm doing something right. Yeah, you, okay, you're at least not going negative. So that's something. Yeah. And uh, I've gotten like Discord DMs of people being like, I saw your video. How do I do this and this uh, to get Linux working to do this thing? To be a VTuber. And it's like, oh, I'm helping people. I think I think what's very possible is there's going to be at some point someone ends up becoming a popular VTuber on Linux. And when that happens, then your video is going to be the first thing that show up. Yeah, because I think I'm the only VTuber that's daily driving Linux as their mm. main thing. Yeah, There have yeah. been some others, like Sanyan um, has done Linux streams, but I believe they mainly stream off of Mac, if I'm not mm. mistaken. Right, yeah. That's their, like, main development environment. I think I'm the only one who's, like, actually on Linux, and the whole point is they're on Linux. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Look, I, I, I can I can say things, but for me, I I don't know what the hell what the hell I'm doing. I'm just winging it, basically. <laughs> Same. I, I see a that's video all. do well, I'm like, I don't know why they did well. That's, that's all it is. I think now that I've gotten stuff to actually look a bit more interesting, because all my stuff before was, like, black and white monochrome, which looked mm. cool, but didn't stand out super well. Yeah, yeah. Now that I've done like this red neon thing, I'm gonna lead more into the neon stuff. I think it'll actually make me stand out a bit more and look a little more interesting. I think yeah, that's I think, my main issue. I think that would be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it's just maybe interesting a redesign visuals. of the overlays or something like that. I have actually. I've changed them to instead of being white uh, boxes, they're now uh, with like black borders. There are white boxes with a red glow for everything. Oh, I must have missed your recent streams then. I. Yeah, I've okay. only done one stream with the new design, and that oh, was, okay, uh, okay. I think, yesterday. Right, right, okay. <laughs> mm. So yeah, it looks it looks pretty cool. I th- and I've also now done this with yeah, uh, yeah. Neon that I'm going to do on everything, and it's going to make it stand out even more. And I mm. think I'm going to actually try to lean it. I initially had a lore idea of being like a rogue AI, hence the rogue ren part, mm. and then I proceeded to do nothing with it. <laughs> <laughs> So I think I'll start to lean more into that Mm -mm. and like try to actually play a character because a lot of YouTubers play a character. I think that is something that people are looking for in the space. Mm -mm. Uh, For me, I, I I sort of look for VTubers who are like being, 
Like, playing a character's fine, but I... When it's someone, like, just being themselves, like, try... If, if the character's the way they be themselves, that's cool. But, like, I look for someone who's just trying to, like, be a genuine person, not trying to, like, fake someone they're really not. Oh, yeah, I don't mean, like, playing a character like I'm acting the whole time. Mm. I mean, like, a character's in, like, I am an AI, and so... I would be myself through the filter of an AI. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. Like kind of like how Iron Mouse is just herself through the filter of being a demon. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. I get what you're getting at then. Then. Oh, speaking of Iron Mouse, I have my Iron Mouse hoodie on. <laughs> I have got an Iron Mouse mouse pad underneath my keyboard and mouse. And this is a, a Nyanis shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one showed up yesterday. Uh, I've got, wait, I've got the, Another one here, actually. This is the best closing statements ever. <laughs> it is, I know. The, the stream should, uh, the thing should have ended a while ago. <laughs> this one. Nice. Um, I presume you've seen the new mouse pads they've got. I've seen the pictures of the new ones. Yeah. Um. The, the, the so there's like a normal one and a sexy variant, and it looks like Vey does not have a normal one. It's just the sexy variant. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow yeah, we didn't know, we, we went really the entire thing without talking point? about Vishojo. I don't know how it happened. Yeah. I think at this point you should just cut this part out and just add on your outro. Maybe. Look, because we've fine. already done the where to find me and everything. <laughs> so I think at this point this, the rest of this is just off. Well, I <laughs> off the I, record. I, I I don't I don't do an outro. I just let you I just let the guests do an outro. Oh. Um Bye. Sure, bye. <laughs>